This is Diakonos, a cost calling podcast, Low Expectations, Take 11. On this episode, we share a unique perspective on the arrest and death of Tyree Nichols in Memphis, the odd video depicting the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband, lawsuits and the police, an armed citizen versus a robber, extra cheese all the way to face punches, Lancaster leather, and shock therapy for filler words. There's like that little, there's the scare though of, of it being minus 10 degrees because February can be a little cold. You know what I mean? Like yes. here in the Northeast. Yes. But it hasn't been cold at all here. Do you kind of get down during the winter? No. No? I'm always down. <laughs> That's a dumb true. question, dude. No, I'm uh no, I don't really get down enough. Though. Okay. I do miss like the summer. I, I love the summer. I, I start getting a little stir crazy in the winter. Yeah. Uh, just because, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't go outside. You can't, I mean, you can, but I'm a fair weather type guy. Right. And there's like prep involved in going outside in the yeah, cold. Yeah. You got to put a lot of clothes yeah, on and, and stuff. Layers. And you got to think about, I don't know. I can't just walk out on my deck and hang out barefooted and, you know, shorts on right. and just sit in the sun. Like, I have to. Get all geared up. Yeah. But spring's coming, dude. That's exciting, right? It is exciting. I am, I am thankful spring is coming. Yeah, I mean, we've still got two months, but. <laughs> well, this not is... even two, because sometimes March is out of control. Cold. March can be. I know. Sometimes March, sometimes we get. We get honestly, snow in, in April. Pens- honestly, yeah. In Pennsylvania, we usually have. A lot of times, our biggest winter storms have been in March. Yeah. So, but climate change, dude, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Yeah. I totally believe in that. No, I don't. <laughs> climate change. Um, I really, uh, I steer away from climate change when all the people that preach at me to worry about it. Yeah. Are flying their private jets. Oh man. You're going to use that, that argument. Why wouldn't you? I know. It does a, make it's sense. It's a golden one. Yeah. It's the go-to one. It's amazing to me how many electric cars and trucks they're coming out with right now. I know. My, or hybrid even. What I don't understand is how, well, the hybrid's one thing because you still are Use using gas. gas and the gas helps charge whatever. And, you know, you're, you're using both. You don't have to plug it in. The hybrids right. you don't plug in. But the full electric? Yeah. Like how, how are, do people understand that? They, they can only go a certain distance on a, on a charge. And then how do you plan your trips? Are there like special yeah. maps for these? Do they kind of have apps, go? especially the Teslas, man. The Teslas have everything in them. Yeah. The Teslas are cool. I, I will admit, like, they're just a cool looking car. But they are cool. But every time I see one, I literally, I go, should I just ram it? And he's like, yeah, dad, ram it, ram it. I'm like, come on, kid. I, just I don't know why. Like, there's, it's a weird. It's you weird. just want to ram a Tesla? Yeah, I don't know why. But they're super safe, though. So, like, I don't think you're going to do any damage to a Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. But I just saw a commercial for a pickup truck 
I think it was a Chevy or GMC that okay. now has no hands driving. Oh like boy. you can just be on the highway. Right. And it's a commercial, like they're clapping in it or whatever. The people are clapping. Oh yeah. Like the um, We Will Rock You song yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's just driving itself and doing lane changes and stuff. <laughs> uh, my son thought the clapping was what made it do the movements. <laughs> like clap twice, awesome. you turn right. Yeah, he's like, this is awesome. So you just clap and the car just drives itself. Yeah, buddy. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's got some stuff to learn, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, I just think it's, I just think it's odd. I, I don't know how sustainable all electric vehicles are going to be. They continue to make them and people keep buying them. Like how? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, man. think about. At least that's what they're telling you. Yeah. Are we going to believe it? Right. Are we going to believe it? I mean, they're telling us that they're, <clears throat> that everybody's buying them, but they're still pretty. Uh, I see a lot of gas powered cars around. Oh yeah, for sure. But we live in way, it. way more gas powered than. Sure. Than uh, electric, but it's still, still something that's interesting. It's to funny me. too. Cause every, like one of those electric stations where you plug in, I've literally never seen them full. I've seen like one or two vehicles. So there's one, there's one gas station, uh, that is north of here, northeast of here where, where I'm at sometimes. And they have several charging stations and it always cracks me up because people are parked there literally just waiting for their car to charge so they can continue to drive. Right. Which is just insane to me. Yeah. It's insane to me because the culture we live in is go, 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 go. You don't have time to sit and relax. Right. And now we're creating cars where you literally can only go a certain distance and then you have to park and let it charge. I don't know how long it takes to, to get back to a full charge. I, yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I shouldn't even be talking about this because yeah, I, I don't know, know nothing about This is so about boring, dude. Nobody has, everybody's gone. The question is. Everyone's we, gone. You, you, ask, you ask me all the time. That's what we're being told. Do people believe what we tell them? Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah, we're believable. That's, that's the only thing you need. You just need to be believable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're believable. <laughs> well, this yeah. is Diakonos at Cops Calling. Low expectations, take 11. Yeah. Take 11. Double one. Good ones. job. You, uh, you've uh, done some show prep. I did. I ignored my family this right before I came over here <laughs> no, to, to do some show prep for did the you? people. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It's all right. I it had off. to be done, dude. Yeah. Tagline. Tagline's a little long. Oh boy. Lauren told me you got you to stick with it. You got to follow it. But here it is. Diakonasa cops calling low expectations is like taking a shower with your family at home. Super great at first. Then the kids flush all the toilets and a load of laundry has started and you just want it to be over. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, See that's real good. There? That's kind of how we started, dude. Talking <laughs> about electric cars. Nobody cares. So it wasn't super great at the beginning. It was. Like, I'm never buying an electric car. I am not ever. either. Ever buying a car that's electric? No, I, I, I'm not planning on either. Does Does my voice sound funny? <clears throat> it feels you like sound a little hoarse. It, it Were you doing a lot hoarse. of talking today? I did a lot of talking today. Yeah, that's probably I did a lot why. of talking. So, anyways, yeah, you know what I started doing? Speaking of your shower going cold, yeah, I've started doing 30 seconds of completely cold at the end of my showers. Oh, you're one of those guys now. I don't know. Someone told me about it. I did very little research, like 10 seconds worth of research. Yeah. I was like, this, there could be something to eh. this. I'm going to do it. Did you like it? It's, uh, it's painful, but I like it. <laughs> it does, it it's is, kind of exhilarating. It is exhilarating. And I will say this, if for nothing else, you are taking in 
large amounts of oxygen when you do it. Right. Because it literally takes a, your breath away and you're like, <gasps> is that what you're supposed to do? Like, I don't that, know. That's is, what happens to me. No, but I mean, maybe I'm that, a wimp. Like, like it is that the takes, reason you do it is to get lots well, of oxygen into your body? One thing I read said okay. that that is one of the things that is good about it because yeah. it causes you to take deep breaths because of the shock to your body after right. taking a hot shower. The shock to your body, you start taking in deep breaths and it opens up, you know, your, your arteries and your yeah. capillaries or is that even Cap a word? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Capillaries. So, um, yeah. So I don't really know if it does anything, but I started, I started, I started doing it. That's awesome. I like it. So we'll see. So what, it's like 30 seconds? Do you count it? I do 30 like seconds. I try to count it out like one, 1,000 in my head. Do you focus on your breath? Because no. I think that's part of it. You're supposed to focus on I focus on, on not dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cold. I mean, have you ever done that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I did it before shower? it was cool. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I did, man. I, I've been doing it for years. Oh, so you do do it. So yeah. you're one of those. You said you I did it before me. it blew up in the internet. I never With saw all these it on the stupid internet. videos on Twitter and Instagram of guys like getting in ice baths yeah, I don't, in their backyard. Right. Hey, but, great job, idiot. They're yeah. all jacked too. So everyone yeah. thinks like, oh, if I take an ice bath, I'll, I'll just have like a like six this gag. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. That hasn't happened to me yet. I mean, it's starting to look like it. <laughs> right. Are you going to get a 50 gallon drum and fill it with water no. and put it in your backyard I'm for the winter? I'm not doing that. No. You're not going to do it? No. I'll just, I'll just, it's shocking enough in your shower. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cold. I mean, it's so, not that cold. I, I don't Like I said, I'm a wimp. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever turn the water cold on like on your kids or throw cold water in on them when they're showering? Or no. bathing? <clears throat> no. Now, when trip. I was younger, you try it. when I was younger, I would sneak into the bathroom when my brother was in the shower. Yeah. I would reach underneath the shower curtain and I would grab his ankle and he would freak out. <laughs> I bet, man. That's real scary. I think one time he even took the shower curtain down when I did it. Oh, like, yeah. Just scared. It. Yeah. Yeah. That's super funny. But uh, yeah. So anyways, low expectations, take 11. You're listening to the Diakonos, a cop's calling podcast. I'm really glad you're here, Gary. Man, I'm glad to be here. I, uh, I always uh, enjoy these, uh, these episodes. They're a lot of fun to do. Got a lot of heavy stuff to talk about real quick. Uh, next episode will be February 21st, and my guest on that is going to be retired NYPD Lieutenant Eric Dim. He is a Marine and decorated police officer out of the NYPD. As I said, retired there as a lieutenant. But he does have the unfortunate pedigree of being named the most complained about officer in the NYPD. Nice. Uh, so he's going to be on talking about just his career, how he, why he got into law enforcement, and we're just going to be talking about complaints against officers, what's going on in New York City with nice. those uh, and the citizen complaint board that they have there um, and, and a lot of other things. So I think that'll be really interesting. So I'm just glad this episode is happening. Uh, it almost didn't happen. Can we talk about this? Can talk we about talk what? about why this episode almost didn't happen? <clears throat> yeah, man, let's bring my, uh, all of my issues no. up out on the table. We're going to bring mine in. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about why we have memory loss, Gary. Uh, well, I don't know why. I'm not a I doctor. I don't know either. But it's a problem we both have. We both realize this. So we had scheduled recording. Something came up uh, in right. my family. So I asked to switch it. 
and I actually had a conversation with you about yeah, time a phone and date. conversation. Yeah, a telephone conversation. Mm-hmm. When we were switching it to time and date, you actually yelled to your wife and said, hey, can I, does this date and time work? You got approval from the wife. Yeah. Good, good on you. Great right. job. A couple days later, I shoot you a text. I say, hey, date we're recording. Come over anytime after 6.30 p.m. or whatever right. it was. Your text back to me is, no, it's not this day. It's this day. Look at the text chain we have. Right, because originally we had text back and forth. Right. And I said, hey, this specific date works for me. And you said, great, let's put it in a calendar. Right. right. So and then it changed I, because we had a phone right. conversation. Because we had a phone conversation. So I thought you were messing with me. So I actually called you. And yeah, you were real upset. It was super fun. No, not, I, not upset. You were laughing. You were like. No, I thought was, you were messing with me. Yeah. And here you weren't messing with me. You had totally forgot about our conversation on the phone. And it almost did. didn't happen. It almost and then had a great And once you started giving me details about the conversation, the fact that I like yelled up to my, from the shop to, um, from the leather shop to, the, to my wife. Once you started saying that, then it like slowly started coming back into my head like that. I actually had this conversation <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, it's real weird, man. Like it doesn't happen all the time, but there are some conversations that I wonder if it's, if it happens because I'm doing like other things, but I'm having a conversation. So I'm, I'm not like, so basically I w- you're saying I was bothering you. No, cause it happens all, it happens often. So what you're saying other is people. other people are bothering you. That could be the case. See, I, I have the same problem. My memory is, is really poor at yeah. times for certain things. And uh, Lauren thinks I just purge stuff. If okay. I view it as unimportant, I just purge it. Yeah, because you can only store so much. Right. Like women can store a whole lot more than men. Like we, we just aren't right. made for that, I don't think. Now I have seen, and I, I, I hate to even say this. Oh I really hate to even say this. All right, say it. Because I get so tired of, of the PTSD stuff. Okay. But I have seen that that is one of the symptoms of it. A marker. Memory loss. Really? Memory loss and, and difficulty, like, learning new things. And, yeah. Uh, which, is, which is interesting to me. You can't get diagnosed with that, though. They come take your guns. No, they don't. That's coming. It's going to happen. You think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I... I will never go get diagnosed with no. anything. Because no. what does it really mean? What Nothing. does it matter? Okay, here's so some, here's okay. some pills, Anthony. Here. Take some pills. No, they're not going to give me any pills. What am I going to do? Go like smoke weed? They'll give you in Pennsylvania oh. right now. You can get a you can get a medical marijuana card. Okay, and, for PTSD. And use weed for PTSD. Yeah, like I'm not going to do that. Right. But you know what you do? You just keep doing your job. You keep driving. Just along. deal with it. You just deal with it. That's fine have conversations talk to I don't people. think that was the issue I think it was I just I think I what I'm learning from this conversation is that I was bothering you while you were in the middle of leather work and you literally just had the conversation with me purged it from your memory right and I didn't write it down that was the problem right, right? like I remember things when I write it down right. when I do things yeah yeah so anyways all right well you're man you're a Debbie Downer tonight what do you mean dude you're the one who just told everybody on air that I have PTSD you brought that up the other day. You just like, I probably have PTSD. Yeah, it was a private conversation, and now all no, of the people No, you know. put it out over the air. I you did? S- yeah, you said it on an episode. Oh, man. Oh, maybe it was only a patron episode. Oh, there you go. See? <laughs> the special people. Yeah, be a patron. Become a patron. 
Yeah, Hear about some of the other crazy stuff I say. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, this is, I hope you have, did you come prepared with a lighter story at the end? You probably didn't. Yeah, but we'll riff, we'll riff about something. Because okay. this is good. It, I looked at some of these. Well, that one's funny. The, yeah, there's, Which, a, there's a funny one on there. Yeah. The McDonald's, uh, the McDonald's one's oh, funny. Oh, see, I don't even think I'm going to get into that. Oh, really? I don't even think we're going to get to that. Okay. We have, we have so much other stuff to talk oh, dude, about. Dude, I don't. Because there were so many videos that, that dumped. My Uber ride's in like two hours, so. Uber ride in two hours? Yeah. Okay. You being serious? You got to be out of here in two hours? No. Okay. Well. <laughs> we're already, what, an hour into this and we haven't talked about anything? That's not true. We've lost half of the That's listeners. So we're going to talk about Tyree Nichols. Yeah, we're going to talk about Tyree Nichols, the arrest in Memphis, his death. The what arrest? Happened? What happened? I don't think it was an arrest. Okay, well, let's break it down first. All right. Before, we, before you start yelling at it's, me. I would not recommend watching this video. Uh, yeah, it's Unless you can rough. stomach some terrible uh, treatment of a human being. Yeah. By other humans. Yeah. It's, it's terrible. So let's, let's break it down. Memphis, and then we'll, Tennessee, then we'll get, right? Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Mr. Nichols is stopped allegedly for reckless driving uh, after he is stopped. Has video come out for that? That's part of the problem, right? There's at the no, arrest or at no, the there's, stop. There's no video of like this reckless driving, lane changing, stuff right. like that, right? Well, we'll, we'll talk about okay, it. Okay. Okay. Um, there isn't. There, there isn't. That's I, well, not that's been released. Not that's been released. Right. I haven't seen any. Right. Right. So. Uh, the, the group of officers that stop him are part of this, uh, scorpion. Yeah. yeah, Scorpion unit, which it, you know, their main function is to combat gang and gun violence and that sort of thing. So they, they stop him. Uh, they immediately rush the car. It looks like they actually like kind of try to box him in, Mm -hmm. uh, which was just odd to me for just a reckless driving. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that. So. Well, I'll talk about it right now. Basically, in some of the video, I watched a lot. No, I don't want to say I watched every single second of every single video because Memphis PD released four videos, yep. four separate videos. I watched most, um, the majority of all those videos. Some of them I watched completely. The one that's like 30 minutes long, I, I, I didn't watch the entire thing. But during one of those videos, after the arrest, there is chatter among the officers on scene about what this reckless driving was sounded like it was possibly a pursuit or quasi pursuit. Um, cause they, they said, um, they just make comments that make it sound like it was maybe a pursuit. They talk about him driving into oncoming traffic. Right. Um, which would also make sense because the, the video of the stop, they kind of have him boxed in. Right. So, so because, he couldn't leave. So, he, right. so his car, or he'd right. have to ram them to leave yeah. or whatever. So it was just, that was odd to me when I watched the video because they were saying he was stopped for reckless driving. And when I saw the way their units were, I'm like, wow, this is, they're taking reckless driving serious in Memphis. Right. So, uh, but in that, in the video of the initial stop, uh, you see officers approaching the car. Uh, at least one of them has a gun out. They basically bum rush the car. So they don't do a felony vehicle stop. They bum rush the car. They pull, pull him out of the car. There is a fight for his hands on the ground. Pepper sprays deployed, a taser's deployed. Uh, Mr. Nichols up and runs. Now, I also say this about Mr. Nichols. He knows what he's doing. Okay. At this point he does. Right. 
he, he knows how to work to defeat a taser. The reason I say that is they don't get a good connection on the taser, but he removes his shirt as soon as it's fired. And when he starts to run, he takes his shirt off to get rid of those probes. Right. So that tells me he, he knows a little bit of something about how to defeat that um, and so on and so forth. He runs foot pursuit. Um, they, I think, lose him for a while, locate him again and um, get him stopped again. And then there's this, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Just a, a beating. Yeah. It's not an arrest at all. Um, I mean, there's no way. I think, I think at, I, I would. So anyway, I'm, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to go chronologically here. Yeah. So anyways, they, um, you hear he also saying, give me, give me your hands, give right. me your hands. That's what you hear repeated over and over again. Right. There's continued resistance when they stop him the second time. But at some point, it does appear that the cuffs go on, or at least they're holding his hands behind his back. And there's punches thrown at his face. Um, at one point, it looks like the cuffs are actually on. Two officers show up, it looked like, and kick him in the head. Um, it's hard to tell in the video, but it looks like at, at least two kicks to the head were done after handcuffs were on him, and he was, yeah. he was done. Um, so five officers have been charged with second-degree murder and aggravated kidnapping uh, because the DA is saying at some point during that detention, the detention became unlawful. Mm -hmm. And then there's some lesser charges of official misconduct. Just recently, a sixth officer was relieved of duty but has not been charged. Uh, he had made the statement at the original car stop. I hope they stomp his ass. He, okay. had, he had said that at the original car stop, but he was then not at the place of arrest. Okay. Um, that sixth officer is white. Um, so, of course, Crump, you know, the attorney Crump, who has the, the family's alleged best interest in mind, is saying that they were protecting the white officer. They're not protecting the white officer. <laughs> he, he literally had nothing to do with the second time the officers were with the suspect and this this uh arrest beating whatever you want to call it right. took place right so yeah that's that's like a you know a breakdown of what happened obviously there's a lot more to it i i, I kind of hit the highlights of of the video uh yeah i i have so many thoughts on this and yeah. i just you know off the top, wanted to know what, what, what your initial yeah. thoughts were. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of thoughts. I mean, you don't treat a human being like that. It is my, my thing. You put cuffs on him, put him in a car and go away. He's not, he, I've seen people fight a whole lot harder. Like he wasn't fighting. Um, <clears throat> he was passive. Maybe a few times where he's like, I don't know that he's active. Like, I'm trying to think if he was kicking or trying to, like, move. I don't think he was trying to kick the officers. He wasn't trying to punch the officers. He wasn't trying to fight the officers um, that, that I remember seeing. I right. mean, he's passive resistance at best. He wasn't that big of a I'm gonna, dude. I'm going to disagree with you on the passive resistance. Okay. So, so would it be, I mean, it's not, he's not assaultive. I guess if, if it's, I guess if it's active, cause he's actually like trying to get away or roll right. around or not, not give his hands. I, I mean, they had his hands multiple times behind his back. 
And I just don't know why you don't put cuffs. Either they didn't have training or they didn't care. They just wanted to beat this guy. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's tough to put cuffs on people sometimes. But when you have uh, four or five guys, it's, it's, it's not that hard to put cuffs on a guy if you do it correctly. Yeah. Especially so, a guy his size. Right. And these officers were, I mean, they were big guys. They looked pretty big, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to be very, I don't know what the right word is, measured in how I well, Anthony, respond at, to this. Yeah, at one point, there's an officer holding him, like literally like lifts him up and he's standing there and another officer walks up to the front of him, is literally holding him so he mm-hmm. can get hit right. in the face. And it's not like a, it's not a jab. Like it's a full out, like right, right hook. I guess you call him a hook. I'm not a boxer, but yeah. like, I mean, they literally held him for the other guy to hit him. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's nowhere in any use of force. Correct. Um, Correct. It's terrible. For, for that, for that level of resistance yeah, yeah, at that moment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I, I want to be measured in what I say here uh, because I don't, I don't want anyone to think that I am in support of the police officers. I will say this. I, we know hardly anything about this incident. Yeah. And this is what we, this is what we right. say a lot. So I rightly so, you know, I, I said the same thing during the George Floyd incident. And I think uh, just because we don't know a lot about it, I, I want to just be really careful about what I say about these officers because one thing that has bothered me about this incident is how quickly everyone, including police officers, and we did the same thing with George Floyd before we had all the facts. And now some of us have had egg on our face because we know now after it went to trial and the things that came out during the trial and the fact that he had, you know, George Floyd had lethal amounts of drugs in his system that contributed to his death. Um, in the same way, I want to be careful with what I say about these officers in this, in this case. Uh, I will say I saw things in the video absolutely, completely out of line, evil, and criminal. Yeah. Okay? But I also saw a lot of things in that video up to a certain point where I don't necessarily know if, you know, when they stepped over that line. I don't know how you can charge police officers with aggravated kidnapping when they're in the course of their duties. I mean, it's still a detention. So what are you saying? At some point, it, it reached an unlawful detention. When does it reach an unlawful? It's always a, a lawful detention. You know, out, they, they were completely out of hand. Their tactics were terrible. When I look, when I watch the video, there's, there's all kinds of things we can talk about with their tactics. There was no ability to ground fight. There was no ability to get heavy on the suspect and use body weight. There was no working together. There was no command. There was no leadership. There was no one stepping up yeah. to say, what is our, our goal is to get him in handcuffs. Now, I will say also during the second time when after the foot pursuit and they meet him again, there are points in that video where it is obvious he is trying to pull his hands forward. Like he is physically pulling with all his might that they are not able to get his hands behind his back. So I think there are points in that 
in that resistance where they where they were struggling. We can talk about the tactics and sure. the use of pepper spray and you know it, it was a mess. But there there he was definitely resisting at points in that in that uh interaction, the second interaction. You you know, again, I'm not saying that someone who resists the police deserves this at all. I'm not. Right. But what I'm saying is there's still police officers that were were doing a job. We at this point we believe they were doing a job. We don't know what led up to the initial car stop. I think it was a little more than just reckless driving based on what I saw in the first video. And we don't know. We don't know. We don't know his cause of death. They haven't released an official cause of death. Ben Crump said it's from the beating and internal bleeding. Right. But there's been no official release of cause of death. Mm -hmm. We don't know what was in his system. Okay. We don't know. You know, we're being told he was, you know, just a guy coming home from work. And maybe he was. I don't know. But right. I guess I'm just... I'm a little sickened by people that are just calling these officers thugs and, you know, saying they were like, it was a gang beat down. And, you know, there's, there's other things flying around out there in the Twitter universe about these guys that I won't even bring up on this episode because I think it's wrong to do so. Yeah. Um, That's one thing that we've, we've always tried. Like we don't know these men, right? We don't know them. We don't know, we their know nothing about who we, they are. All, what we saw was actions. Um, and I would say this though, Anthony, out, out of, out of, out of the heart comes our actions. You know what I mean? Yes. So like, and, but there's so much unknown right now that like, you're right. Like you can't judge, you can't judge them. Like personally, you can judge their actions, I think is what we're trying to do. Yeah. And, and I would say, you know, that's where for me. As someone who's, you know, been a use of force instructor, as someone who's, yeah. um, you know, had to review use of force reports. When you look at something like that, I always look at what level of resistance is yeah. being shown by the suspect and what level of force is being used. So I can look at the use of pepper spray. Ridiculous. If, if you're at the point where you're using strikes, you shouldn't be using pepper spray. Why are you going back Because you're going it? backwards. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, uh, when I'll tell you the moment I started having absolute problem with, with the video was when he was stood up. I don't know if he was able to get to his feet on his own or they stood him up. I don't know how he got up to his feet during the second interaction. It looked like his arms were being held behind his back and he was taking punches to the head. Right. That's when, that's when I was like, okay, I have a complete problem with this video yeah. with what these officers did. And then uh, soon after that, I think he goes back down to the ground. I think that's when they actually get handcuffs on him. I'm not positive, but I think that's when they get handcuffs on him. And then there's appears to be two kicks to the head, like not little taps, but like right. kicks to the head. And then they drag him to the police car and like, and they, they sit, sit him up, him up right and now. you know, they they take over. a while to get, yeah, there, it was over at that point, you know, force wise. Um, but. Up until that point, you know, I don't, I can talk about the level of, or the use of, of the taser, use of pepper spray at the car stop. You know, we can, I can talk about tactics, but I'm saying 
when to me when it became illegal when they started stepping over that line was just what i told told you yeah and i don't was there even was there stuff thrown before that like it was more like hand grabbing right hand grabbing pulling tugging the saying give me your hands give me your hands give me your hands i don't i don't remember seeing like kicks and punches i'm trying to remember there was an asp asp strike that was before he got up that was like like the back of the it looked like the back of the arm or back area yeah. um which is a pretty high level of force yeah for i think what was happening right and after it's all over you hear officers like saying he was definitely on something you know yeah. and i don't if they're so amped that they are d- acting like this knowing they're wearing body cameras i don't think i don't think they were thinking oh now now after it's over what can we say to make this sound or look better i don't mm. think they were is that going around no i haven't heard anyone say yeah. that but they the officers are definitely saying like he was definitely on something right um and they were all out of breath again i i think we can talk about you know tactics and you know the ability to ground fight and and all that but we we know literally nothing yeah. about this yeah and and i i just I think it's a shame that we're automatically, do I think it's wrong that they were charged with, with a uh, second degree murder? No, not necessarily. I mean, right. what I saw it's quick, what I was I, surprised how yeah, fast, what I saw, you know, the fact that he died, I, I don't know, you know, bottom line is the investigators that are investigating it, they know, know more about this case than right. we do. The jury, when the jury hears it, they are going to know more about this case than we do. And I think I'm just tired of us as a profession and us as people just automatically deciding what happened. It looks terrible. You know, let's, let's just, let's just convict these guys immediately. Um, you know, it's like a no, it's a no win situation. And for me to come out and say, I'm not comfortable going full bore. These guys, you know, were, you know, should have never had badges. Uh, you know, they're, they're criminals in a uniform, right. which is stuff I've been hearing. We, you know, we have to take an honest look at ourselves and be like, we've all been there in our career where we've been involved in arrests where we felt the emotions these officers were, fu- were feeling. Now, that doesn't mean we stepped over the line. Um, in fact, in my career, I only recall one time in my career where I saw someone step over the line yeah. um, and use excessive force. Most, most officers have that check, you know, right. and are able to, to have that check. But we've all been there. We've all felt that. We've all taken something personal when we shouldn't have taken it personal. Yeah. And, and you know, and we're, we're constantly as a profession saying, don't, you know, you don't, you haven't been there. You don't understand. And then we see a video and then we immediately come out and like completely like just convict these guys as a, a profession. We denounce it. We have police departments denouncing it, putting out statements. And I'm like, we literally don't know what happened. So you don't like that they, like, I'm, I guess I'm trying to figure out what you don't like about departments saying, Hey, what those officers did holding him up. And I mean, they don't get that. Police departments aren't given details about right. what they don't like about it. They're saying like what we saw in that video, which is I think is the same thing you're saying. Like there was parts of that video that are not okay. Right. 
uh, what they did, their actions. I mean, the video just speaks for itself. But like, I think, I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing saying we don't like what yeah. that officer did because you, you're even saying that that's at some point it becomes criminal. And, and I think the line might change depending on who's who. Right. Um, and I think the line could change depending on what comes out of the case. I mean, by the time people, yeah, with facts. Yeah, yeah, by the time people hear this, th- there's probably already new information out. Yeah, I don't know how you explain picking him up, holding his hands behind him back, and but and see, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. When I watched the video, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you that they were they picked him up. Yeah, maybe like maybe I need to go back and yeah, rewatch it just, again. That's what it looked but like to me. But it, it looks like they're holding his arms behind his back at that point. Right. And he's, you know, that's, that's where I'm like, okay, if, if you're able to hold his arms behind his back, then you're able to handcuff him. Right. Now there's parts earlier in that video when he's down on the ground where, he, you know, he keeps saying, okay, 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 I give up, I give up. And it is obvious. He's not. Look, he is not. He right. is literally pulling with all his might with one of his hands that they're trying to get right. behind his back and they're struggling. And I'm like, well, this guy is exhibiting some sort of level of strength because these officers were not small guys. Yeah. Was he being hit when his arms were like punched and kicked and stuff when he was pulling his arms in? Because that's like a... No. I, the, what, the I one think it part, was just a struggle, right? Yeah, it didn't the, even seem like... The one point, it, it wasn't. Yeah. So, so for me, it's, it, I, I'm not coming out in support of the officers. Sure. You know, but what, I'm also not coming out full bore like these guys deserve to rot, you yeah. know, in prison. Like, I just... I think I just want to be, again, slow to, to make any blanket statements yeah. uh, about these there's officers. So, there's so much I want to know. Like, not, right. not that I really want to know, but like, if, if I'm curious and I want to like, know more about this, right. I want to know when they were hired, what their background looks like, what kind of background was done. Right. I want to know what kind of training they've had. Because all you've been hearing is defund the police. is, is uh, is Memphis one of those cities where they took a bunch of money from the cops and they gave it to like social work? So these guys weren't able to get trained. Like, um, well, is there, is there all kind, you know, is there, is there things like that? I mean, were these guys, was there, are they, do they have clean backgrounds? Like, or were they prior criminals who got hired to be police officers? Like you're hearing that that's happening now. I don't know if that's true. I'm just so, saying you're hearing that, that standards are being lowered to hire police. First of all, cause nobody wants to be a cop anymore or very few people want to. And those who do, those who are applying for the job aren't qualified for the job. Right. So that's one thing that, is, that I'd like to know a little bit more about. I know Memphis has lowered their standards, okay? The question is, were the, 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 the standards they lowered for at least two of the officers that came when uh, all these officers have less than six years on the job. Okay. Two of the officers, my understanding is, came on in 2020. That was after Memphis lowered the, the only standard that I know of that they lowered that year was your educational, the educational standard, like how okay. many college credits you needed. Now, since then, Memphis has lowered the criminal standards and certain people with felonies can get hired in Memphis. Wow. Felonies. So, felonies. So, like, so these guys like, aren't in that group. They're that not in that of. group, but the, you know, everyone's saying Memphis lowered standards. That's how these guys got in. There's other things floating around right. out there about how these guys got hired. 
and what maybe, you know, how these guys were brought onto the department, uh, maybe didn't follow, you know, the standards that were even in place because of the uh, social and cultural and political things that were going on. Okay. So there, there's, uh, there's something out there. There's another rumor out there that I'm not even going to say on this podcast because I have a level of deference for people in law enforcement. I'll put it that way. Okay. And I won't come on this podcast and put out a rumor of something else that's going on. And if, it, if that is in fact true, it's uh, unbelievable. But you, know, you have all these things swirling around and, and, and I'm just like, we don't know. Right. Everyone, everyone is deciding they know. And I, I definitely am saying that at some point in that video, yes, absolutely what I saw, I, 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 can't, yeah. I can't stand for. I can't, you said I, it. Yeah, you're not yeah. okay with it. Right. Yeah. But I think, my, I think the point, my point is probably a little later than other people's points. Sure. Because I watched the video and I think that the officers can articulate, hey, we were doing this, this, and this up until this point. And then, you know, I don't think there's, is any articulation to be had, um, or, or reasonableness to be had. Um, but yeah. And the tactics used were horrendous. Uh, we don't have a coroner's report, uh, so we don't know that. Anthony, let me ask you this. So I, I understand what you're saying that like, there's a point where they're doing police work and it's pretty much legit. There's some tactic issues, right? But then they jump the line. Like you're saying, Yes. They jumped the line. I based on just watching the video, watching the video. I, I believe yes, they crossed the line. Yeah. So I think you're saying the same thing as everybody else, just in a different way. Because some people like you know what I mean? Like I feel like you're saying the yeah. same thing as everybody else. You're just being maybe a little bit more careful and maybe more articulate because you're saying like they're doing police stuff not well, but it's not criminal until a specific point. I think everybody else would would agree yeah. with that. They wouldn't be able to articulate it. That's true. Like which, which is what makes your, yeah. your view on it good because you can't, because right, because in the beginning, you can't, you can't say like, if they're stopping a guy for reckless driving, they should stop him. Right. Like you can't drive recklessly. Right. Cops should stop him. If he's driving the wrong way on a one lane road or on a one way high road, ever the wrong way, he should be stopped. Anybody should be like, it's not okay. Somebody's going to get hurt. It's a safety concern. It's the law. Right. And that's what cops do. We, we try to protect and and keep people within the boundaries of the the, that the legislators have set up like the things we always talk about so like but i think people forget that like there is there they were doing police work legitimately something happened right and and it became criminal themselves correct um so i think we're on the i think we are on the same page i think probably you and the public is on the same page if anybody's saying these cops were in the right they're they're loony. Yeah. I think I th- I would say they were in the right to a certain point. Sure. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's what you're saying. To your point, yes. You're you're saying that's what everyone's saying. I think maybe I'm just expressing it a little more yes. than nobody's just gonna denouncing say, them completely. Nobody's gonna say, hey, these cops did a good job until this point. Nobody's saying that. Right. The they're whole, just saying they're evil. Because right, because because of how it ended. Right. Um in that them be beating him what it looks like what we're being told to death right yeah which caused his death right which we don't, we know, don't know yet yeah you know i'm, I'm guessing they they gotta have it they know I mean, how is she gonna charge murder right. yeah. 
Well, yeah. agree. I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm agreeing with you. Like, how else do you if, if the cause of death cannot be directly attributed? But we saw the, how muddy the right. cause of death was for George Floyd, and they charged Derek Chauvin with murder. Yeah, and he's appealing and, his, his yeah, verdict now, And he right? got convicted. So, you know, yeah, and I think he is appealing. But, you know, it does, you know, and all these questions about the hiring standards and stuff, I think those are questions that need to be asked because, to your point, this is, this is the push. This is what you wanted. You wanted to defund the police? Okay, if you know, this is the case. Right. It sounds like these guys are older, so that it wouldn't have applied. But, but I mean, where's, here's, here's another question, Anthony. Where's a boss? Exactly. Where's the leader? Exactly. If, the, if you have the Scorpion unit, which, in my opinion, in 2023, like, you can't have that name. Like, who, who, who in the world or in the U.S. now thinks that Scorpion is a good idea for a street-level crime unit? I like it. I like but it. But it's not I okay. Mean, it, like, why is it not okay? The, it's just that it's the world we live in. Like, it's just not. Well, what are you, what are you going to call, what are you going to call a special unit? It, it's standard for something. Yeah. It, the, 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 what was it like street letters, crime, something street or other? Crime, I forget. Yeah. But it did, it did. It I was don't an hate it. What, for something. I don't hate it personally. What I'm saying is like optics wise. Right. Right. So change the name. You can get the same, you can get the same like. You could just call it something else. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, in my opinion, like, I don't think we have to cave to everything, but there are things that we can give and take from. Scorpion sounds a little aggressive. And I like aggression, aggression in police work. Right. But like, I, the optics have to be, we have to change the optics a little bit. You can still be a super aggressive unit and be called the, the princesses of whatever bureau. You can be called whatever you want. And if you're like a, you're a wild. Oh yeah. That's a unit I want to be. Yeah, I know. Right. Or like, you know, the unicorns of whatever, of Brooklyn (laughs) out there just roughing people up, you know, I don't know, man. I like, it's just the, like, that's what I'm surprised. It's like a big city. How, how would they still have a unit called the scorpions or scorpions? Like, I don't, it's it's relatively new. It's wild. It's relatively new. And the chief out there, chief Davis, CJ Davis. I think it started under her command when she okay. got chief out there. Like she implemented this. Yes, I believe so. And, you know, she, going back to the hiring standards, we know that Memphis lowered the standards for her because she was fired out of Atlanta. Okay. Because she was basically helping to cover up another officer's use of child pornography. Okay. Yeah. That's an actual story out there. <laughs> so so this, this chief, Chief Davis of Memphis, she comes from Atlanta, and she was actually fired from Atlanta for uh, her involvement in, in this uh, officer or detective who it was a child pornography type charge okay. and her involvement in it and uh, telling people not to investigate it and downplaying it. Yeah. Wow. So then she goes to Memphis and gets hired as their chief. So she comes with her own baggage. Sure. Okay. So then you think the Scorpion unit, this unit that these guys were in, is like she made that, or it came under under her her command. I'm pretty sure. Wow. I'm pretty sure it started under her command. Yeah. Uh, if I if I remember reading that correctly, yeah, why is there um, not a supervisor around, man? Like right. They're they're there for many minutes. Like it's minutes. Yeah. The other problem I had with it is just the whole rollout of the video. We had two or three days of teasing it like it was a world premiere of a movie. Yeah. And I'm, I just, I didn't understand that. It sounds like they wanted to release it on a Friday night so that, or Friday afternoon so the kids weren't at school. Like, 
I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand some of the verbiage and some of the things said by the chief date, like a couple days or the day before the re- release. Um, you know, have a, have a press conference, announce the charges, release the video. And I get it. You, you, they charged the officers and they were probably still, um, working on the videos and cause right. you, you can't, you have to like, um, edit, not edit them. What's the word I'm looking for? Block yeah. out certain like right. pictures of drivers going past and license plates and stuff. There's certain things they have to uh, take out of those videos before they release right. it to the public. So, you know, maybe it was a timeline thing, but some of the stuff that was said about this leading up to it, it almost felt like certain people within the political arena and leadership wanted to get their opinion out there in hopes of appeasing people. But it, it just, it got everyone all worked up right. beforehand. Uh, I just thought there was a better way they could like have get hungry it. for this video, like yeah. salivating. Cause yeah, I can't it was, wait to see it. It was yeah. almost like, and I felt like it got me too. Like I wanted to see the video. Right. Like, as soon as they started talking about it, I was like, okay, I want to see this video. It, it was, it was almost like this buildup for yes. us. Yeah. And, and I didn't, I like felt, it? I felt like that was just terrible. Yeah. Terrible, terrible way to handle the situation when you believe it's going to cause, you know, problems. Yeah. You know, riots and, and protests and stuff. Especially when you have, like, we talk about this, the arm of the government, like, we, we're big into this, Anthony, like, like, police are the arm of the government, but, like, it looks like, at this point, the arm of the government caused the death of a citizen. Yes. And that, that's huge. And it's evil. Terrible. It's wicked. Right. You know what I mean? So, like. And everybody from the top down should be held accountable and feel that weight. Like I feel the weight, but I'm, I'm a nobody. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm a yeah. nobody, but like I, I wear a badge and like what happened is not like it, it is, it's super sad. Nothing. It like, it, it crushes me a right. little bit, like it, probably more than a little bit, but like it's terrible. It is terrible. And, and officers like this. No one dislikes officers like this more than good police officers. Right. No one dislikes officers like this more than good police officers. Yeah. And for me personally, yes, it is extremely heavy. I mean, so heavy that when, it, when the video came out Friday, I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch it Friday. I didn't watch it Saturday. I didn't watch it Sunday. You yeah. know, she took I, the weekend to just I because I was off work and I wanted to be with my family. Yeah. I had people texting me and asking me about it. I'm like, I haven't even seen it. I don't want to see it. I don't have the energy for it right now. And then all I see on social media and everything is like these cops are criminals with badges and they're thugs and this was a gang beating and all this and that. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was. Maybe it was. But I think they were cops doing their job. And they let their anger, emotions get, get the best of them. And they were together and not one of them had the character and integrity to stand up and say, enough, this is done. Yeah. Push we're somebody done. off or yeah. get them in cuffs, get them, yeah. get them in a car, get them yeah. in prison. And like, no supervisors who heard anything about it showed up to the scene. Right. Well, we don't or, know. Or we nobody don't else know. did. It doesn't look like. We it. don't know if any supervisors were there or not. Um, the other thing that just completely aggravates me about this case is the, the, the racial aspect of it. So, you know, suspects, In what black, way? I'll tell you suspects, okay. black, 
five officers are black. Now you have one white officer who was, you know, relieved of duty, but has not been charged. Of course, you know, Crump is jumping on that and saying they're trying to protect a white officer. Ridiculous. He wasn't even there uh, when, when this. So uh, he's at like the initial. He's at the when initial. He, he flees right, right away. Okay. Right. Uh, so he, why doesn't he chase? Why doesn't he do anything? What's he, is he responsible uh, for the car? He starts chasing and then he comes back to the scene. There's cars there and stuff. I'll, I'll say. Is he a chubby guy? He seems like maybe he was a little out of he shape. He ain't running. That's what you're saying. He ain't running. <laughs> he seemed a little out of shape. He's not going to make it. But he came back and was okay. watching cars. He watched the cars. Yeah. You, you always have to have someone stay with the car. And he was also washing out the eyes of another officer who got contaminated with pepper spray because these guys used pepper spray when they had no business. Like right away, they, right away they did? Yeah. Or he can't? Yeah. Okay. Right away at the traffic stop when the... When the when he started when Tyree Nichols started resisting at the traffic stop, they used uh, pepper spray then, and okay. they also used a taser then. Okay. All right. Because they use it later too. Then they use pepper spray later. I don't know if they use taser again later or not. Right. Um, but hmm. yeah. So uh, again, this it you know I didn't I didn't go second by second through these videos, but I did I did watch them. I will say this that they. There's a claim out there right now that this is rooted in white supremacy and I'm the, and that the officers engaged, even though they were black, were carrying out the deep-rooted systemic white supremacy in law enforcement agencies. And what bothers me about that is that has to be deeply offensive to any black officer because it suggests that they are unable to do their job with character and integrity and are so weak that they just do the bidding of alleged racists above them. Uh, which makes no sense, especially yeah. since in Memphis, the chief is, is black herself. So basically she's part of the system. It's so systemically supremacy. racist. Yeah. Yes. That law enforcement is so systemically racist that literally black people within the profession, black officers within the profession are incapable of operating on their own. I, That's to sad me, to, say. to me, I would be real mad. I, I would be, I would, yeah. I'm I mean, mad I don't, for them. Right. And I don't uh, want to, maybe I don't have the right to be mad for them. But I don't like, want to project that on them. But really, what you're saying is that black officers involved in law enforcement are too weak and too dumb to be able to do the job. Yeah. In a, in a, in a with character and integrity because they fall under. Uh, the systemic racism of Umbrella, law enforcement yeah. as whole. Yeah, I'm not a logic like argue like I don't know logic very well, but it sounds like that's flawed. Like that statement that. Well, let me read. Let okay. me read some flawed read some things more. to you. There's two ridiculous things that I saw. Uh, one from a CNN opinion piece by Van Jones, uh, titled "The Police Who Killed Tyree Nichols Were Black, But They Might Still Have Been Driven by Racism." I, I mean, I, as you said, might. Yeah, it's a theory. Okay. Then I saw <laughs> I saw something from someone Bree Newsome Bass. I have no idea who who that is. She tweeted, "Quote: Diversifying the police force doesn't end racism because racism is inherent to the organization of the institution and its daily operation." So, hmm. these type of tweets really prove what I've been saying over and over again about the social justice movement, the woke movement, is that you can never appease these people. The people that believe in this, you can never appease them. They say more 
officers and minority, black and brown officers own departments to help solve the problem. That's what we need. We right. need diversity. We need diversity. And then they turn around and say um, that those uh, same officers are incapable of fighting the deep-rooted systemic racism in law enforcement. So what's the end game? Like the end game is abolishment of exactly. Police. That's, I mean, that's exactly the, what it is. Yeah. And and and. So if you abolish the police, what are you going to put in place? You're going to put something else in place to enforce the law and that social justice movement will never end. There, there is yeah. no end with it. Are, it there, is, are there any other ideas of how to keep peace? Like, are there, are there other ideas that reward good living and punish wicked living? Are there other systems? Are, are there, there ideas out there? Are there like what? What is out there? Like I, the I don't problem, know how she would do anything. Yeah, the problem is it. It will always be done. People will always be needed to do it. Yeah. Whether whether you abolish all the police departments and start and over, put a federal police department. Oh man, terrible idea. But <laughs> you know, it. If you do that, people are still going to be doing that. Okay. Yeah. And so I think, I think the heart of the issue is that people deny the word of God in these social justice movements because they believe that certain people have hearts that are good enough to not ever sin or do evil. And that is wrong. I right. mean, we, we know Jeremiah 17, 9 says that the hearts of men are wicked above all else. Yeah. And so you will never have you will never have perfect justice in this world on this side of heaven. You will never have it. Right. The social justice warriors what they want will never happen on this side of heaven. And so they're thirsting for something that is good. They're thirsting for justice, but they believe it can be done at the hands of people, and it can't. It will never. It will never be right. perfect. Yeah, I don't know. It just confuses me. I think because they want the same thing that everybody else does, just a different way. Is what it sounds like. But I don't think. I don't think there is. There's no end in it. There's no. There is no. Right. They're I mean, chasing, you talk to these people, there, there is no idea. Yeah, on you're how chasing to do the it. dragon because it's never going to, utopia is not, not there until the new heavens and the new earth. Like, right. That's not happening. I mean, if, 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 you talk, if you talk to them and, and they say, oh, we want the abolishment of the police, we want the police to be abolished, well, then you're literally, you're, you, what you're saying is you want anarchy. Because while, there it's, are police officers who do evil things. Yeah. It's still a common grace that we have law enforcement, that we have government authorities in our land to constrain the evilness of men. Yeah. Because the, cause in reality, Anthony, if you think about this, like if, if that happens, so say that's what they want, they being social justice people, they want the abolishment of the police. Say the, the police get abolished. What happens then? is the strongest survive. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like the, strong, the strongest or the, the pack mentality wins. Yes. And you want to talk about oppression? 
That's when oppression happens. Right. Because there's no one to hold back evil. No one. Exactly. Evil will literally just expand. Right. And, you, and you're going to fight evil with evil is what happens. So now you have like good, which is good and right, with some doing good and right badly, right? Making mistakes, like bad cops, right? Yeah. So you have it, but like, I, I, it's just wild to me because if you abolish it, do you think the people who are screaming abolish the police are going to survive in a society that says that has no more police? They're not, they're not going to survive. No. They're just not. No. And, and that's, the, that's the, the whole point, that even though those in authority, those in law enforcement are not perfect, and some, right. of, them, some of them are evil. Right, right, right. Yep. You know? They still exist to constrain the evilness in our, in our world, in yep. our country, okay? And so to abolish them, you're, you're basically thumbing your nose at God and you're saying, uh, what you have established is no good. No bueno. We, we have a better idea, yep. okay? And that is my biggest issue with the social justice warrior yep. movement. It's, it's, we have a better idea than what God has. Right. And they don't. And it's dangerous and it's disgusting to me. And it's disgusting to me that this, this, even this is being turned into a racial thing. Yeah, it's so sad I mean, you, to me. It, I don't know how you can turn it. What, what we're seeing on hand is the evilness of men's hearts. Right. That's what you're being seeing. Being played out. You're not yeah. seeing, you're not seeing like uh, everyone's the same race. You know, you're not seeing systemic racism. You're not, it, anyone who, who looks at the research, who goes into the Washington Post and looks at the numbers yeah. and sees, you know, the amount of, um, you know, justified deaths at the hands of the police and what those entail and take them one by one, each individual, and look at how many unarmed white people are killed and look how many unarmed black people are killed, which Washington Post, if you're driving a car and trying to hit a cop, you're unarmed. If you have According a knife President, sometimes President you're unarmed. Biden, if you have a knife you're yeah, unarmed yeah so you know you you cannot look at the stats even the stats put out by the department of justice and the fbi regarding the amount of violent crime and who's committing that violent crime you you can't look at those stats and say the system is systemically racist right. you can say it's not perfect and it's not because right, yeah. men and women are in chart are like running it yeah you know yeah. but to to get rid of it and say no we're we're done with this we're doing something different we we've found a different way of doing it you you haven't because what you're trying to put in place is something that literally was not established by by god so it's super faulty it, yeah it, you're you're yeah. you're you're saying the government authority that you that you've put in place god here what you have in place here no nah, you're yeah. wagging your finger and right. no we're not doing it that right. way. Right. And we're going to put... Which is super I don't, I don't know what you're going to put in place. Another government authority? Right. It's going to be the same. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which God has also ordained and established and is going, yeah. you know, because men... He'll use, yeah. He'll use. Yeah, yeah he'll use. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's wild, It's just man. a... It's a interesting... It's real sad, dude. It's, it was a really heavy video to watch. I hopefully I articulated well enough throughout this. I think you did this. a good job. I, you know, I'll pat your back. What I'm trying to, trying to say, um, just the whole thing is just, 
everything about it is disgusting to me, but topic two, the other, <laughs> the other big video, <laughs> you're exhausted. You're like, let's just be done. Yeah. And that one's tough, dude. Like watching it. Yeah. It's just, it's hard, man. It's terrible. Topic two, another video that broke. It's not getting as much press. The Pelosi video. Oh, um, the the husband. What's his name? I don't know. The Pelosi's. The Pelosi's. The male half of the Pelosi crew. The, the guy who had a drink in his hand, holding the hand of the other guy so, with a hammer. <laughs> that guy. I'm just. I know you've experienced this, where you've gone on calls, and you're at the call, and you're being presented with certain things, and being told certain things. And you're seeing certain things, but you feel like you're missing <laughs> Everything. a whole lot of the story. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just like something isn't quite meshing here. I can't figure it out. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I watched this video and that's exactly how I felt. Because you have this video released of supposedly the bad guy breaking a window out at the back of the house. Right. Okay. So they released this video. I'm like, okay. So. It appears this guy actually broke into the house. Okay. This is like two in the morning. Yeah. Okay. He broke into the house. Okay. All right. So it's a legitimate burglary. All right. It appears to be a legitimate burglary. Then you have, did you listen to the 911 call? No. Break it down. I, I can't. I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't. He, the way, the way Mr. Pelosi calls, he, he's, he's not. Some people are like, I think he was trying to talk in code. Okay. But you can tell that the person, the suspect is right there with him. And he's like, oh, there's a, there's a guy in the house. He's saying he's waiting for my wife. And uh, he doesn't really want me to call. He wants me to get off the phone now. Okay. It's bizarre. Like a bizarre yeah. 911 call. Does he sound blasted? Like he'd been drinking too much? Uh, he sound, I, it's hard to tell. I don't, I don't know. I I'm not. Yeah. I, I don't know, but, but it's super early in the morning. So maybe he woke up like, what yeah. is it groggy? Is that the right way to say it? Yeah. It, it's just super odd. 911 call. Is it like, short or long? It's pretty short. Call? It's pretty short. Okay. And what's, what's weird about, what's weird about it is you would think if someone, uh, came into your house, burglarized your house is now you're awake. Uh, you would be a little more Animated? excited and animated yeah. on the phone call to 911. Probably. It also seems like you you wouldn't be allowed to make a 911 call if the person that broke into your house is standing there with I you. I wouldn't let you make a phone call, Anthony. Whatever. The, the 911 call, listen to it. It's bizarre. Then you have the officers go to the house. The body um, cam video. The body cam video. Yep. The door opens. I know people are like, who opened the door? I... I think it's very possible the suspect opened it and just flung it open. Who knows? I, it, 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 it does look a little weird. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Like I've watched it multiple times. I'm like, it, it does look like neither one of them opened the door, but I think maybe it's just the camera angle yeah. and stuff. Give the benefit of the doubt that one of them opened the door, but it wasn't Pelosi that opened the door because Pelosi is holding onto the hammer that is in the suspect's hand. And he has a drink right. a in, his other hand. in his other hand. in his yeah. left hand. And he's wearing, he has boxers. It looks like he has boxers or underwear on. It looks like he's wearing either a, a dress shirt 
It's like a button-up shirt. So right. maybe it's a night shirt. I don't know many, you know, I don't know. We're not, maybe we're not it's that a, old yet. Maybe it's a night shirt. I, it's hard to tell. I'm not buttoning shirts to go to bed in. I guarantee you that. <laughs> that ain't happening. So either way, it, it looks like it might be a dress shirt. It's like a button-up shirt or, or it could be, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, it's pajamas. Yeah. Right? It's just weird. So when the, when he and they're facing the, the officer, so the officers yeah. are at the door in the threshold of the door, like outside. Yeah, and the door flings open. Pelosi's on, on the the right. So they're looking. Officers they're, right. They're looking at him. Yeah, and he's holding. He's holding the hammer. The suspect's holding the hammer, and uh, Mr. Pelosi's holding a drink in his left hand. He's like, "Hi, officers, come on in," or something like that. Yes. And then the. The uh, one officer realizes that the other guy, the suspect's holding a hammer and is like, hey, man, drop the hammer. And then all of a sudden he drops the hammer right into Mr. Pelosi's head. Right. Because he wrestles it away from, and hits him. And he does hit him. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he puts him Cranks out. Him. Like you hear him snoring. You hear Mr. Pelosi snoring on the body cam. But I watched the video and I was like, what, what is going what on? What is happening? Like, yeah. Like, I don't want to see somebody get hit with a hammer. Right. Uh, I, absolutely. I, but again, there was so much chatter so about weird. this video. Uh, you know, when it, when it first happened, everyone was like, oh yeah, this sounds like they're so trying this to cover is what, something this up. This is four months ago? Right. So, the, so why release the video now? Well, a judge ordered it, I guess. Okay. But, but why, why not release the video? I guess to protect their house, like location? I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't release it. But, and, we, and you only have like a minute and 30 second video from the body cam. I'm sure there's much more, uh, but yeah, I watched it and I, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, this is like when you go to a call, you see certain things, you're being told certain things and you know, there's way more to the story, but you just can't put it together. Yeah. So, and it's so bizarre. Like what, like it's, it's so bizarre. Like, it's just so bizarre that like, what actually happened. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a guy breaks into a house is supposedly going to wait there for Nancy Pelosi to come home. Right. That's what he says in the 911 call. Uh, but allows a guy to make a 911 call without yeah. whacking him over the head with a hammer. I, I, I mean, obviously he I, has mental health issues. Right. And like he should get help. He should, he should get help. He should be medicated. Yeah, and he should get all of the services that the government can provide for him, so he gets the the well being and the wellness that he needs, so he can live a normal life. Do you know the really interesting thing about the suspect? What or one of the interesting things? He's here illegally. Where's he from? Canada. He's actually in. He's a Canadian. He's actually, and he doesn't like the Pelosi's. He's actually in. Uh, yeah, I saw an article that his. He was here on a work visa or something, however that works. And yeah, he, he, he is in the country illegally. So in reality, it's he's an, President Biden's policies that caused this. He's an illegal immigrant. Wow. That adds a whole nother level to this story. It's just, you know, bizarre. I wonder how this one ends. I don't know. It's going to be the JFK thing, dude. You're never actually going to know. Probably. Dude, it, the, it's such a weird. Did the CIA, CIA kill JFK? I'm not getting into that. Oh, I'm not getting into that on this episode. I have have no idea. I have no idea. We just know this guy hit Mr. Pelosi in the head. He did hit him. It definitely with the hammer in the entryway. Yeah. (laughs) While Mr. (laughs) Pelosi's holding a drink, a cocktail at two 30 in the morning. 
even if it's a water. It looks like a, like a whiskey glass, doesn't it? It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's hard to tell. It has to that me, shape. It looked, to me, it looked like... Like, who's letting the guy drink water? <laughs> it, it, none like, of it that's another sense. thing, right? Like, if I'm a guy... Like, no, you, you can't have a glass of water. No, you can't. Like, well, I just took over your house. I'm taking control of you. You can't have a glass of water, bro. And, and why would you... If you believe you are in danger of serious bodily injury, <laughs> why, why would you be holding on to a glass? I, why wouldn't you drop the glass and be fighting over the hammer with all? Because when the I would officer, use the glass and put it right yes. through your nose. When the officers opened the door, they weren't even fighting over the hammer. They were holding it together. The cops looked chill too. They're like, what? They, they were probably like, what is going on? They were, they were doing what I was doing. Like, what? Wait, wait I'm so confused. What's... I have the comments from the call. Yeah. And now I have the door here and they're trying to like figure out what, what they actually have. Right. Cause it's, Cause it's just, cause weird. it's not a, it's so out of the norm of what a burglary would look like. Right. Or I guess it wasn't, it didn't even come in as a burglar, right? It's somebody no. at his house. Right. It's just, yeah. I got this guy here who's waiting for my wife to come home. And is it and true? Then, then when he answers the door, he, 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 he doesn't say, please help me. Please help me guys. He's going to hit me. Or he says, me? hi officers, come on in. It's just bizarre. Like the whole thing is just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Do you think it's like the moon landing that it actually didn't happen and it was staged? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, do you think we went to the moon? Yes. I don't think so. Oh. Why haven't we going back? Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> going to go down this road? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you, man. You start out with, uh, climate change and electric cars and now you're like jfk and jfk and we're landing. not going to the moon i i i'd like to think i'm not a conspiracy theorist yeah but the longer i'm alive you're the becoming, more yeah conspiracy minded i become i wonder why again i think there's just things too many people out there who think they know what they're talking about things don't add up things don't add up things don't make sense like you could really go to like the why wait four months because you're going to doctor up a bunch, of, a bunch of videos to send out? Right. You know? Yeah. You go down some yeah. really wild and, and even if, even if, paths. Even if you're, you know, because there was so much stuff out there at the beginning that this guy. Um, ultra right wing, right? Isn't that, wasn't yeah, that a thing? That, that was like he was ultra right wing that, uh, that he, well, and there was like conspiracy theories out there that he was a guest of Mr. Pelosi and all yeah. this. So why not release the video of him allegedly breaking the back right away, the, right away and be like, no, he, he broke into the house. Yeah. Here he is. I guess you got to be careful. Like the thing is you got to be careful because of like trials and like releasing evidence. You have to be careful of like tainting the jury. Unless you're a cop, then you release video as fast as you Especially possibly you can. can. You condemn them. Yeah. And you try them in the press. Is this guy, this, this uh, hammer-wielding fella from Canada, from Canada, the illegal immigrant from Canada, is he, like, currently, like, are they awaiting trial? Are they... Yeah, I guess. So it's just a... Nothing's yeah. happened. Nothing. Since, like, yeah. his arrest and charge or whatever. As far as I know. And Mr. Nothing Pelosi's happened. okay? He's healed? Oh, yeah, he's recovering. Good I friend. think he might still be recovering. Oh, wow. I, I don't know. I mean, he had a fractured skull. It was pretty yeah. serious. Like he, I mean, you hit somebody with a hammer. Him. Like he definitely whacked him pretty hard. Put you to sleep, make you snore. Yeah, not good. Not good. Very but interesting. Inter it though. was a very interesting video. I was like, we got to talk about it a little bit. 
Um, but that just gives like the funny part about or one of the funny parts about that is the cops are literally like, like I, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes, be like, what in the world is happening? They're like, trying to figure out what's going on. Like this is it's like what what like when you're looking at two guys holding a hammer, right? A guy in his boxers, and you're like, what what are what we is- doing here? <laughs> And then next thing you know, the guy like grabs him and hits, and him, hits him, him in the head. Like, yeah, he'd be like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Just got real, real fast. Got real, real fast. Yeah. Um, I hate when I do that. Um, yeah. Can't stand that. Why I do, do I do that? Well, you said I lip smack, but I think that's, I've gotten better. You've gotten better. I have not gotten better at not saying, um. Right. I need to, I guess, continue to work on it. You're doing I've been great. told I have a good voice for radio. Yeah. Uh, and we also have a face, face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Got him good. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have this tendency for my, my filler world word is um. Um, um, um. I say um a lot. I need to somehow, maybe what we need to do is you need to put one of those dog collars on me. Shock you every time. Yeah. Like during, live. During an episode. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. You, sh- you get to shock me every time I say um. Oh my I would goodness. definitely do that. That would be a long episode. You know what though? I'd probably stop saying um. I bet you probably would. I probably would stop saying um in that episode. It's true. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Topic three. Man, we're so, moving along here. We're moving along. So this, this one, this came out of, I was not aware of this article until I heard two uh, gentlemen speaking about it on another podcast. Okay. Now, these are two gentlemen who I respect. Uh, a lot, so I'm not I'm not going to name the podcast because I'm I'm not out here trying to you know beef with them or anything like that. But their perspective oh, yeah. on it, their little, pers- little podcast fight, <laughs> a podcast fight, their perspective on it as civilians uh, got me a little bit. I, okay, I, I got a little I got a little amped listening your, to your the feathers episode. got ruffled. Yeah, you could say I was uh I was triggered. Oh, triggered. That's, I was triggered that is a little the word. bit. Yeah. But they were talking about this article. It was in the Washington Post back in March of 2022. And it's called The Hidden Billion Dollar Cost of Repeated Police Misconduct. The Hidden Billion Dollar Cost of, of Repeated Police Misconduct. Okay. okay? And the tagline under the, under the uh, title said, more than $1.5 billion has been s- spent to settle claims of police misconduct involving thousands of officers repeatedly accused of wrongdoing. Taxpayers are often in the dark. So, is it okay? I have questions. Yes. So, what? what I know you didn't read the article. I read most. I I read the article. It's very very long. Of course, you know, there's a certain bent to it. So, I'm going to read some of the quotes from the article, and then you know, we're we're going to talk about it. Okay. So, and and I'm not. I thought about like pulling out some of the statements made in this other podcast and refuting them directly. I'm like, I don't really care. You know, they, they they're allowed to have their opinion yeah, and, yeah. and talk about it. I just, it, it, it caught my interest because I'm like, I didn't read this article. Right. So it caused me to read this article. And my take on the article was different than their take, not completely different, but different than their take, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, and I thought it would be, this cool is what makes America great. You can have differing opinions and still be friends. Yeah, and the the guys in this podcast, I I truly enjoy their podcast. I like listening to them. Uh, you know, they're they're great guys. One of the quotes said, "More than seventy six hundred officers from Portland, Oregon, to Milwaukee, to Baltimore, whose alleged misconduct has more than once led to payouts to resolve lawsuits 
and claims of wrongdoing, according to a Washington Post investigation. The Post collected data on nearly 40,000 payments at 25 of the nation's largest police and sheriff's departments within the past decade, documenting more than $3.2 billion spent to settle claims. The Post found that more than 1,200 officers in the department surveyed had been the subject of at least five payments. More than 200 had 10 or more. So, how many times have you been sued in your career? Do you remember? Mm, Twice, I think. Okay. What? Maybe. Do you remember what happened with them? They weren't settled. Oh, they, they, they weren't settled. You went all the way to a, uh, to an actual dude, deposition. Know, you don't remember. Maybe I wasn't. I remember, I remember being deposed, but I don't know if it was for me or for other things. Right. So maybe I wasn't. I don't know. I know. I believe I was also named in two. I remember the one distinctly. The other one, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, and I think I was, de- you know, in a deposition one time but I can't remember if that one was for me or, or someone else. Uh, but yeah, my, the, the one I do remember it was settled. Okay. It's just cheaper to settle it. Yeah. Uh, which we'll, we'll talk about here. Uh, so, you know, the 1200 officers in the department surveyed had been the subject of at least five payments. Honestly, that, that means nothing to me. Yeah. I mean, so they you, surveyed cops and cops. No, they, no. they, they surveyed police departments. Oh, departments. Okay. Like so they, they got they like actually numbers in, from them. Yeah. They went into police departments and got numbers. So these numbers are from police departments around uh, the country. Um, Allegedly. Yeah. So more than 200 <laughs> had 10 or more lawsuits. Over Again, a decade. This is over a decade. That's, that's what the original thing said. They did this survey over 10 years from various yes. departments. Yes, th- it looks like 2010 to 2020. Okay, 10 years and ten years. 200 officers in 10 years. Right. Okay. Had 10 or more. I think that's a really good point. And I also think, see, what happens a lot of times in the press is we like to put these numbers out here and be like, wow, 200 officers, 10 lawsuits. But literally every single one of those lawsuits represents a certain incident with very specific details and things that happen. So you can't just, what's interesting to me is this idea that, oh, those 200 officers, garbage. Right. Like that, that's what they want you to say. Oh, those 200 officers, even those 1200 officers who had five payments made, garbage. Garbage comes. They had one every other year. That's those. Yes. That's those. One lawsuit every Every other, other year. Right with all of the context that they've had with the public. Right. And then the 10 one was basically averaging one a year. One a year. One lawsuit with, a year. That, that's pretty high. I yeah. think that's well, high. That's no. super high. It's, it's, it's not normal I'm not to saying, be sued, I don't think. I'm not saying, well, it is normal to be sued as a police officer. Completely I, normal to be sued as it's a police not. officer. If you look at the context with the police make, I'm saying it's not a normal thing. You could go your okay, home. I see what you're saying. You're breaking it down as like... As number of police contacts you have yeah. with people, like it's very rare. It's, it's rare, but in, in, it's rare in regards to the amount of contacts you have with the public, but it happens, like, I don't know, I know very few police officers who haven't been sued. Okay. I mean, it, do you know any police officers who have not been sued? 
I mean, I, I'm sure I, I do. Yeah, I just but don't I, know. But I to... don't. I I personally, I don't look around and say, "Oh, he was sued. He was sued. He was right." Like, it literally like it it doesn't even mean anything to me. It's just literally like it's Be- not a thing. That's what I'm saying. Because as police officers, we understand it's part of the job. When okay. we're when we get on the job, we're told you will be sued someday. Right. And right. now in our litigious uh, society, yeah, like that is happening more and more and more. And it's easier to sue you now because you have video everywhere to include the police. I think it's easier to sue. Oh, I think I think the police are winning more lawsuits because of the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm sure. Yeah. So, yeah, basically what you're saying is based on the amount of contacts, it's rare. Like, uh, take an right. individual officer, how many contacts they have per in their, year. In their, or in their career. In or their whatever, career. Yeah. It's rare to be sued in that context, but it's not rare for a police officer to be sued. Right. Most police officers are sued at least once in their career. Right. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Driving on here. Total paid in Philadelphia. I, I pulled out Philadelphia. They had all the cities here, but I pulled out Philadelphia because obviously they're here on the East Coast, close to us. From 2010 to 2020, 136 million was made uh, in payments. 59% by officers. Uh, 59% of that of of those payments made were officers named in multiple payments. Okay. Okay. Exactly. See, uh, this is this is the difference. I think a normal person reading this is like, that's unbelievable. Fifty nine percent of the officers named in lawsuits and more than one lawsuit. That's incredible. They must be garbage cops. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 okay. what I'm trying to okay, push okay. back against okay. here with this. So, city officials and attorneys representing the police departments said settling claims is often more cost efficient than fighting them in court, and settlements rarely involve an admission or finding of wrongdoing. Right. So true. So like, I know of a guy who made like 25 grand on like a, a suit where he said his like neck was fused or something like that. His neck was bad. Right. So he sued the cops after an arrest and this, and whoever said, yep, we'll, we'll pay you 25 grand. He's like, okay, perfect. Yeah. So take the money and run. <laughs> like, that's normally what, what, what happens because these suspects who have dealings with the police, they understand, hey, I can make. A little bit of money 30 just, grand 40 grand yep. 70 and i think the average they say what the average payout i think the average payout is uh in this article they said they found the average payout to be less than seventeen thousand. wow like li- like pause on that 17 grand for a lawsuit of like police wrongdoing mm-hmm. just 17 grand right that's not that much i mean that's not a lot of money so but that's why departments settle right yeah officers you know, including myself, we get so aggravated because our agencies are look at it purely as a financial decision. So in other words, but it is. No, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it is. But we like we as the police getting involved. So then we have an article like this written and they're like, oh, these officers officers were, you know, these officers over here, this guy was sued 10 times. Well, but who cares? But but suspects know, like I filed this bogus lawsuit I'm more likely, so for instance, the one lawsuit filed against me that I, I do remember was for like $250,000, I think. I think it was over $200,000 this guy was seeking, uh, claimed I broke his sternum. Oh, I punched him and broke his sternum. That's not I, easy to do. I mean, I, I was like, I wish I had enough power in my right <laughs> hand to break someone's sternum. 
it, it was insanity. Right. Like everything in this lawsuit was absolutely completely bogus. Yeah. Okay. This guy was in his apartment having a domestic with his girlfriend. Me and another officer re arrive. We're in this tiny little apartment building in this tiny narrow hallway. He answers the door. We can smell weed coming out of the apartment and we need to check on her to make sure she's okay because we actually heard her screaming or crying right. when we got to the door. Well, he tries to shut the door on us and it turns <laughs> into a fight. Are my so favorite. we get in a fight in this little hallway right. and, and um, he's resisting arrest. We get him into custody. He has drugs in the, in the apartment, all this and that. So he files this lawsuit for like excessive, not a, I don't, I don't even know what it, what everything he named in it, but it was over 200,000 he wanted. So what happened? They settled. Yeah. Instead of fighting it, which would have been way more extensive, he got like 12 grand. Yeah. So he knew, like these guys know, I file a lawsuit for a ridiculous amount of money, alleging ridiculous things. The, the department is most likely going to settle and I may walk away with 10, 15 grand. Right. Perfect. Why wouldn't you? They should do a follow-up article. Maybe you should reach out to the Washington Post, maybe hit them up on Twitter and DM them or something. And ask them to do like another article on the number of people, repeat. Um, yes. People that sue. Not, not defendant. The plaintiffs. Plaintiffs. Yeah. Repeat plaintiffs. Yeah. And see what that looks like. That would be an interesting article. That would be interesting. They won't do that. So. You could ask them though, dude. Yeah. On behalf of the podcast. Now, all, all this to say, I'm not going to do that because they're, they're going to be like. That would be awesome, dude. Do it. See what, what happens. Okay. If you're listening to this, tag Anthony on Twitter. No one from the Washington Post listens to this. No, I know. Tag them on Twitter. Tag both the podcast and the Washington Post and say, look, hey, do an article on this. Repeat plaintiffs. I like how you you try to order people to do things on social media when you do literally nothing on social media. Bro, I give you how many hours a month? your, Your social media environment is my dream. Speaking of a social media environment. Oh, we're getting way off topic. We're going to go back. What? Uh, Lancaster Leather on Instagram. That's my new Instagram page. What? Lancaster you Leather. You finally did it? Yeah. Just Lancaster Leather? Lancaster Leather. It's Lancaster Leather Co. I, it's terrible, little, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I, I You're giving me you, this look I don't like. Dude, I thought you had like a cool like so look, insignia I, and name that you were thinking about. I, I have all kinds of ideas, but I had to get something out. Like I'm... I just had to try to do something. I'm so really Lancaster Leather on the Instagram. Uh, it's brand it. new. There's just a few. I love that you're putting right it out now. though. I love that you're putting it out. Yeah, I'm doing I it. I love it. I'm doing it. I hate every single moment of it. I hate it. <laughs> Dude, you sound like me, man. I do. But like, it's, an, it's, a, it's a necessity. You got to do it. Well, I think you should. Like your stuff is really good. I appreciate that. You I really want people to like stuff. my stuff. Like, you, I want to make people happy. You need to be happy. putting yourself out there more. I like to make people happy. You need to be putting yourself out there more. Yeah. So there's like seven posts out there right now. By the time this airs, it'll probably be like 15 posts by then. Okay. All right. I like it. I I'm like trying it. to be. Uh, now, are you doing the posts or I'm doing are your posts. daughters doing it? I'm doing the posts. And then my wife texts me. She goes, your this grammar is, is absolutely <laughs> bad. And then she like circles what I did wrong. And I go, no, I have to edit it because I'm an idiot. Like, I, but you're, you, make, you make leather products. You're, I know. You're I'm like, writing. hey, I go, babe, I just want to be writer. the guy who makes stuff. You, you could do this side of the business. Tell yeah. her, you, you start putting my posts out. Yeah, I'll hey, pay you. here's my picture I'll pay that you. I want to put out. You, you figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah. All right, back to Washington. So, Post. anyways, Lancaster, leather. I, Lancaster leather on Insta. Yeah. On the Insta. Ugh. 
I just seen it. it I, I just want to punch myself in the face. <laughs> uh, Washington anyways, Post. Washington Post, back to it. So, and all, I will say this too. When you see officers with multiple lawsuits, I don't think it's wrong for you to be, to have questions. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, That's good. you know, what's up with this officer? You know, I, I don't think it's wrong. I, you just have to understand that the uh, environment where officers work, the litigious society we're in, there are people engaged in criminal activity that know they can make money by suing the police over yeah. and over and over again. And an aggressive officer, someone who's, who's getting in the mix, not just answering calls. Right. Someone who's being aggressive, making car stops, stopping people on the street for whatever. Is more likely to get sued. Is more likely to get sued. Oh. So like... And honestly, if you're around an officer who has never been sued, I usually have questions then. Because, yeah. because usually you're, you're, more, you're, you're more proactive aggressive officers, officers that really want to try to get out there and make a difference and engage with the criminal element and, it, you know, are the ones that are, are getting lawsuits yeah. a this lot. This is where you and I differ a little bit. Like there's a place for a report taker in the police world. No, I'm not saying there isn't a place. for. That's literally report. what you said. You're like, I have questions for you. Like I'm yeah. going to question yeah. your manhood. No, I'm not. That's basically That's what not what I said. That's I didn't say I'm going to question your manhood. I'm going to question how good of an officer you are. He could be a just, great report taker, Anthony. You can't get like, but that doesn't not mean everybody's you. But not, I not, don't want everyone to be me. Yes, you do. You want everybody to be as aggressive as possible and be like <laughs> the go-getter all the time, 24-7, every time they're on duty. I don't want you at the police station for your whole shift doing a report. Anthony, that's the thing. There's two different... <laughs> you get so mad, dude. <laughs> you get so mad. We're it. talking about the same thing. It's just two different ends. I'm saying sometimes you can go to the middle. Yeah. You can ha it's good that's to have good I'm, report. Actually, that's where I'm at in my career right it's, now. I'm it's, a quarter of the officer I used to be. It's good to have report takers and dudes that are going to back you up. It's okay. Yep. It's okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. Aggressive guys are going to get sued. They're going to get sued more often. Two officers in Boston who had, again, I'm reading from the article, two officers in Boston who had the highest number of claims settled have since retired. But both said the allegations, ranging from excessive force to wrongful arrest, did not accurately portray their work while in the force. Paul Murphy, who was named in four lawsuits totaling about $5.2 in payments, said he, quote, tried to do the best I could as an officer. But he added, sometimes things happened. Oh, boy. He declined to elaborate. <laughs> hold on. Let me finish this. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald Cope. You're not helping your case no, here, buddy. I, uh, but I, I wanted to right. take stuff out of the article, not just pick and choose. Jared, Gerald Cofield was named in three lawsuits that totaled about 306000 in payments. Cofield said he wished the city had fought the claims instead of settling because he believed city attorneys would have won and his name and reputation would have been cleared. We are not the bad guys these lawsuits paint us to be, he said. So a couple things. This Paul Murphy guy, maybe... These lawsuits, I don't know, 5.2 million. And then his, his, uh, his quotes, try to do the best I could. Sometimes things happen. Um, I got questions on that guy. Yeah, that's not a good. <laughs> that's a Somebody should have said, uh, don't say that. Yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> um, so again, I don't know anything about this guy or what. Yeah, the, yeah. But, but I, I just but, thought it was interesting. The way he answered that question when he was asked for a comment. And then the way this officer Cofield, uh, who was named in three lawsuits, answered it cofield like he, he's right we're not the bad guys these lawsuits paint us to be and he i wish the city would have fought for me so right. that i wouldn't even be 
being asked for a comment right now because right. It, it's ridiculous. Yeah. One Detroit officer said he wished the city had fought the lawsuits because he believed the cases had no credibility and those making the allegations had been armed or resisting arrest. Quote, it's called the Detroit lottery, said the officer who spoke on the condition uh, on, he was anonymous because he had not received permission to speak publicly. Quote, people have been convicted and are in prison filing lawsuits knowing that can, they can get paid, end quote. Yeah. And he's absolutely right. Yeah. And I think you have to, whenever you see, oh, this officer was sued, um, you know, and, and they put the lawsuit in the paper or they spell it out. Um, I know locally here, we used to have a, a lady who had a website and she would go after officers every time they were sued and they would, she would put the whole lawsuit on her website. You could read the whole lawsuit. Most of the time when you're reading those lawsuits, I don't, I'm not saying every time, but right. most of the time when you read those lawsuits, bold-faced lies. Like, right. open shut. Like, the stuff that people are putting in these lawsuits and saying officers did, um, it, 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 it's insanity. Like, yeah. this guy saying, I broke his sternum. I punched him and broke his sternum. I mean, ri ridiculous things. Right. Like, and, mm -hmm. and it's just, they don't need... That nothing needs to happen to prove that that's true. They just go to a lawyer. They say, this is what happened. The lawyer writes it up. They file the lawsuit and they know, okay, I'm going to ask for $200,000 and I'm probably going to walk away with 10 to 15. 10 to 15 Why right. not? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't I do that? Right. So that's, that's what I, that's, that's something. The median amount of payments tracked by the post was 17,500 and most cases were resolved with little or no publicity. Exactly. Because departments are settling. Yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. I, and so when departments settle, is it an insurance claim or is it a cash, cash thing? Do you know? So like I know I mean, cities would have an insurance policy for these right. types of litigations. I think it's usually a, a claim. Like It's a claim. Yeah. I don't, so like I don't, their deductible is probably 10 grand or something like that. Oh, they have ridiculous deductibles. Maybe it's even higher than that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But like. So taxpayers, so Washington Post saying it's taxpayers' money is probably not the case. Well. To the, to the full extent. I mean, yeah, they, the departments have insurance, but the deductibles they're paying are astronomical. So like, are they, taxpayers. Are, are, are they like 100 grand? Are they, I don't know. For like a normal. You're yeah. asking me questions. I don't know. You're, you're, you're showing everyone how much prep I didn't do. Thank no, you, No, that's okay. I, I'm just curious about it because like Washington Post says like it's at the taxpayers' Yeah, because technically, they're paying these high deductibles for insurance that the taxpayers are helping. Like, but think about that. Like, if you get a giant lawsuit, the cities, the taxpayers aren't picking that up. They're picking up the deductible. Right. And the deductible is going sure. to go up. Like, yeah. if, you, if you end up having a or payment. Or you can't be insured or whatever. You're self-insured. Right. Yeah, I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So, many of the officers who had the highest number of claims against them were participating in task forces targeting gangs, drugs, or guns records show. Again, some Obvious. people look at that and they're like, oh man, you know, these task forces are out of control. That's because these guys are heavy handed. They're too aggressive. They're doing things they shouldn't be doing. No, it's because they're engaged with criminals who play the game. Yeah. They know how to play the game. They know how to uh, create heartache for officers, like, okay, I'm going to file this lawsuit. I'm going to file this lawsuit. Yeah. And I know that I, I'm, okay, I'm going to go to prison for this amount of time, but hey, I'm getting paid. I mean, in re like, if you think about, it, it goes this, I always bring up doctors, like medical doctors. Right. If a doctor is going to do knee surgeries, his odds of getting 
sued are probably a lot less than someone doing heart surgery. That's such a good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a different game. Yeah, it's so a completely different game. Heart, heart surgeons probably kill more people than, well, right. I, I'm going to say things that are going to get me in trouble, but like doctors kill way more people well, we've by, about that. by Aver- malpractice. Average 250000 a year. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of lawsuits in the medical field. Yeah. And I doctors think- and nurses are, are getting sued all the time. Some rightly, there's- some not. Right. Just like in the police world. Right. Like it's the same thing. And there, you know, the thing is there's no articles about it. Yeah, there's no Washington demonize. Post doing like all these articles on it. New York, Chicago, Los Angeles alone accounted for the bulk of the overall payments documented by the Post, more than two point five billion. In New York, more than five thousand officers were named in two or more claims. Again, that means nothing to me. That just in means ten that, years, that's nothing. Yeah, yeah, that officers are doing their job. Um, continuing the quote, accounting for forty five percent of the money. The city spent on misconduct cases in New York. Four attorneys who have secured the listen to this in New York. Four attorneys who have secured the highest number of payments for clients separately said the high rate of claims is because of poor training, questionable arrests, and a legal department overwhelmed by lawsuits. Yeah. So in New York, four attorneys who have secured the highest number of payments. So that means you have four attorneys in New York City going gonzo. They're going crazy, and every criminal knows their names or knows at least one of their names, and that that's their guy. That's their guy. That's their guy. That's who they're going to go to. Better call Saul. Better call Saul. <laughs> so one, they did bring that into, into um, consideration. They broke down like specific cases. So that is one thing I did like oh, about the, cool. the article. They did bring in certain cases. Of course, they brought in like, the worst, the of, worst, worst of the yeah. worst. Uh, but this one was interesting to me. Corporal Clarence Black, Prince George's County, Maryland, was a subject of four settled cases, the most in the department. In 2010, the county paid 125000 to a husband and wife who alleged Black had assaulted them. In 2013, a Temple Hills family received 60000 after alleging uh, Black and four other officers illegally entered their home. In 2014, a woman got 10000 after alleging Black punched her shoulder. And in 2019, a man collected 190000 after alleging that Black illegally handcuffed him as he retrieved a bottle of water. Highly doubt that. but. Regardless, you, I mean, all the very little details and all those, I would want to know so much more about every single one of those cases. But then they made a big case about the fact that Black was named an officer of the year in 2015. Like this was like a big, like bad conspiracy. Like this guy is such a terrible officer, but in 2015, he was named officer of the year. And all I would like to point out is it's possible for both to be true. It's possible for him to be a very good officer and deservedly win yeah. the officer of the year, but also to be uh, to make some very bad decisions and or purposeful bad decisions, right? And and cause the city to pay out. Cause the city to pay out. Yeah. What he was officer of the year for? Listen to this. This this is the one thing that really bothered me that this other podcast did. They talked about this case and they talked about how. This guy, he had four lawsuits and they paid all this money on his half. And then he was, he was a officer of the year in 2015. Just like ridiculous. Like it, it was this idea that how, how dare like he the be named enough. Or, and that the police, like the, his department protected him. Right. Did they go th- through that route? No, too, no. They were just like, you know, just this idea, like how could an officer who had this many lawsuits against him be an officer, be an of, the officer of the year? year. Okay. How could that ever happen? Well, this is how it happened because he was named in 2015, a 
2014, I think it was 2014, there was a man who shot his relatives, kidnapped his three-year-old, okay. okay, then engaged in a shootout with officers, led them on a pursuit, and also stabbed and shot the three-year-old. And these officers killed the suspect, okay? That's why he was named Officer of the Year. He was off-duty okay, and engaged in this with other officers who were on duty. He got involved and helped them. And I'm guessing when he, they say he was off duty, he was probably on his way home. I think they probably okay. have take home cars or something like that. But um, that that's why he got officer of the year. Okay, y you can tell me, you can talk about his lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, we know nothing and about his lawsuits and legitimately. I think What's you that? can talk about it legitimately. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We can. I absolutely have questions about these yeah. lawsuits, and we should. But we know nothing about the lawsuits. We know nothing about these lawsuits other than oh, he did this. And they paid Punched this much. And they did. Yeah. We don't know if this stuff actually happened or if, the, if, the, if Prince George's County just, just paid, paid it out, out, which they probably just paid out. Okay. Maybe one of them did. Maybe all of them did. Okay. But it doesn't mean that he shouldn't get officer of the year for, for doing this something action, heroic. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, both can be true. That's what you're saying. Both can be true. Yeah. Uh, now, here we go. Black, a former officer of the year who joined the force in 2002 was indicted in August, August of 2021, on two counts of second-degree assault and two counts of misconduct in office after being accused of assaulting a driver during a traffic stop in Temple Hills. So I don't know if this is the same Temple Hills that, hmm. you know, he, he got a lawsuit of. Black's attorney did not return calls requesting comments. He's, he has pleaded not guilty and is scheduled to go to trial in Ju July. That would be July of 2022. I tried to find out whatever happened yeah. with this nothing can't find it can't find it that's i don't i don't know if if he was found guilty if that's it never dedication. went to trial like i i have no idea what happened with it but again people read this and they're like that guy's a piece of garbage cop look he was sued four times and then they charged him yeah literally in our day and age a cop being charged means means nothing and yeah i mean it's a big deal but like it's a i mean uh, yeah i shouldn't say it means nothing it it it's it becoming, doesn't necessarily mean that they did anything wrong. It's becoming more normal. Correct. Right. They should be in it, presumed Correct. innocent. Right? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is if someone brought out my jacket, okay, and laid it in front of people and be like, oh, Officer Weaver, he, he's been sued twice. Right. Again, I can only remember one, so maybe I should just say once. Um, there was another one I was involved in. I just don't know my involvement. I can't remember my involvement. Um, he's had these many use of force incidents. He's had this many use of force. He's had these many complaints. He had this many complaints. And then um, at, at one point, uh, county detectives were investigating complaints. That happened to me twice. Okay. Of, of using excessive force. Both complete lies. Yeah. Complete lies. Okay. But to the average citizen, if that's just laid out in a Washington Post article, it'd be like, oh, Weaver's a piece of garbage cop. Right. You know, right. and that's my thing. Like, you know, we, yeah. that's, that's my, that's my thing. So anyways, that was like, I, I heard the podcast. I got a little triggered and I was like, oh, well, I should read the article myself and maybe Have some give thoughts. some, give some uh, feedback as an officer and, and see what Gary an has to say. An opposing view. An opposing view. Yeah. An opposing There's nothing view. wrong with that. Yeah. Let's so, talk it out. Let's talk it out. And in a situation like that. Like it with this, both can be right. You said it. These off, some of these officers, they should probably be looked at. Yeah, you know what I mean, somebody absolutely. should look at them, and hopefully somebody is. And if it's if it's nothing, it's nothing. 
You know what I mean? But if there's something there, like retraining, better supervision, transfer, right, like that kind of thing, yeah. or you're done. Like yeah. you're not being like I'm standard. pretty sure an officer I would look at would that be that Detroit one that just said nah sometimes things happen yeah <laughs> I mean, okay buddy uh, he's retired now right yeah so like he's like uh, he's like I'm out I'm sometimes out. things happen that's <laughs> not on. a good way come to on, answer bro. man that's a terrible like that that's a a very guilty answer yeah I don't um, like that at all but anyways but all right do we do you have one more topic in you how long is this one this is the armed citizen who shot the robber in the restaurant yeah. Okay. One more? All right, break it down. You're looking, you're getting tired. I'm getting sleepy. Come on, bro. Dude, I'm, I'm getting old all, man. Dude, you're not any older than me. Dude, I worked all day. I worked all day too. No, you didn't. I got off a little early. Yeah. But I was talking a lot toward the end of the day. A lot. All right, break it down. Okay, here's, here's a breakdown. So it's a robbery at a restaurant in Houston, Texas. This doesn't involve the police at all. No. Yeah. So why are we even talking about this? Because I think it's interesting. Okay. Okay. You're the boss, dude. I work for you. You don't work for me. I don't pay you. You're, uh, you are not a paid employee. That's true. I'm a, I feel that every time I come over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, robbery at a restaurant in Houston, Texas. The robber steal, goes in, steals money from the patrons. Okay. This video is hilarious. Like he walks in with a gun and he just like starts taking He just starts like, like pointing at everyone yeah. taking their money. Um, one of the patrons... Too bad, so sad for the bad guy. Had a weapon on him. Shoots him. Shoots the suspect. Including. Suspect goes down. Like he, he like, he fills yeah. this guy with lead. Guy goes down. And then he stands over top of him and puts one in his head. Yeah. Like. Ugh. Didn't so, know well. So police were looking for this guy. And then this guy just rolled out. The guy base this, this like citizen, this good citizen. Yeah. Um, takes, takes the money. You that said the, good in quotes, just so everybody's like, nobody could see that. You did I, good in quotes. I mean, I think he's a good citizen. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think he's a good citizen. All right. You know what? Don't go in at restaurants I'm, and rob people. Okay? I don't, I'm okay. With, with a gun. Yeah. Unless you, you might want to die. You know, yeah. I, consequence for your actions. Yep. So anyways, he then takes all this money that the robber stole, gives it back to everyone in the store, and then just rolls out. He's out. And the police were looking for him for a while. Not, they, so they, they talked to him. Yeah, they put out, like, they're like, bro. We're not, you have no, you're not facing any charges, but we do need to talk to you, urge him to come forward. He finally came forward. He's still anonymous. He, he has spoken through an attorney, but he wants to be anonymous because he, uh, he's like, it was, you know, the, the attorney's like, it was, um traumatic for my client you know he took someone's life he's still anonymous yeah no one knows who he is he did talk to the police and they're probably going to refer it to a grand jury of course they are well here's the thing okay i will say the last shot in the dome not not good not ideal that that's the one that they're probably gonna they're probably looking at that's the one they're probably looking at but regardless um the houston's houston's da um, is probably going to refer it to grand jury. Now, here's, here's the interesting twist of the story that I don't think you knew about. Tell me. So Houston's DA is far left Kim Og. I don't know this person. AG or UG? OGG. So Og. 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 Who was funded, was one of those DAs funded by our dear far left socialist liberal friend, George Soros. 
George Soros. You love that guy, dude. Ugh, that guy, this guy is trying to bring anarchy upon us. Anyways, so he, he's far, you know, far left um, activist type DA. The suspect is a career criminal released on bond. Weird. By Og. Dude, that's like a recurring story for this podcast. It is. And most news cycles. But we need to keep it at the forefront here. Had, so this, this criminal had previous aggravated robbery with a gun in connection to a shooting death of a cell phone store owner. Okay? Huh. He got 15 years for that in 2015, served six, paroled out in 2021, but he was out on bond for assaulting his girlfriend when this robbery Unreal. happened. Unreal. Okay? Um, and he had a fake gun. Ooh. He went into the restaurant. With a fake gun. With a fake gun. In did the robbery. Texas? In Texas. Idiot. <laughs> you think? Right? Like, that's I the mean, thing. That's like, dumb. Texas is known for, like, you're, you're carrying guns. People yeah. are carrying guns. Idiot. I just thought. Poor guy. That, that last. I, I mean, not poor guy. Not poor guy. There are I mean, consequences for your actions. Don't, I mean, don't rob people. With a gun. I don't want to see another human die. I don't. I don't. But if you have a gun and you're threatening other people and you're robbing and taking from them and you are a violent human being. Bought and paid for. There are action. There are consequences for your action. Yeah, I you totally got, agree. You got blasted. And bought and paid for it. That last, that last shot's not good, though. I didn't like the, the last one. It's like I'm ending it. <laughs> Making sure. Yeah. I, I didn't like, the, but here's the There's thing. A different, is there a different standard for, um, like, that'd be the interesting thing. Is there a different standard for the citizen, here's for the a thing. citizen versus did he, a cop? Did he go up? Did he go, did he, when he advanced on the guy and got up to him, did the guy, did he, the guy move? Did he still have the gun? Did he make a move? And the guy's like, one to the dome to end this. Yeah. Well, you can't tell in the video. Right. Maybe he got up to him and, and the guy moved. Right. You know, and he it thought, definitely looks like an ex, like an ex, I mean, ex. Yeah. The last shot. shot yeah. yeah. But I he mean, might've been dead before that. And that's hopefully the autopsy can show that, that like, you know, all of those other shots were deadly. Yeah. And that last one is like excessive, but like the guy's not a cop. So like he has zero training or I don't know, man. He, he was, it looked good. It yeah, was a good shoot. Yeah. He, and he kind of waited for the right time. Yep. He kept watching him waiting till, till he got his back was kind of till him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a scary situation. Cause like you want to give a guy a chance to give up, but there are times where you, you can't, it's so dangerous that you can't give him a chance. Like, that time is oh, over. You know what I mean? Seeing, so like, like him saying, saying, drop the gun or I'm shooting. Yeah. Like, what if he shoots? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's made so much like, that's where it gets, that's where it gets see, wild. You I, know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think you have I to have no warms. problem with it. I don't either. I, I, I mean, either. I, the, the, depending on what he saw and what he was observing, um, the last, the last one into the head could, could be a problem. But the, the, the no announce. Well, we don't know if he said anything because yeah. I don't think there's sound on the video, but just pegging him in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't have a problem with that at all. Not one no. bit. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of people in there. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to. And I'm not actually mad that they're, they're sending it to a grand jury. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm real upset about that because let, it, let, let the citizens decide. This is the system right. that we have in place mm -hmm. and justice will prevail. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, hopefully. Yeah, the right, just, right thing will be done. Correct, and 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 I'm not saying that I think that this this DA Og sending it is is like a liberal, you know, left leaning thing to do. Um, because I'm I'm with you. Yeah, let a grand jury decide if he should be indicted or not. 
I'm guessing in Texas he probably won't be. Right. But um, you know, but the other thing is the gun was fake, so you could have some bleeding heart be like, you know, yeah, hey, you had a fake, fake gun, gun yeah. and he got killed over it. But how are you supposed to know that? It was a yeah. facsimile gun, so it looked, you know, it looked completely real. Um, I just thought it was interesting the fact that this guy was out on bond. Which um and how I mean, how because often is that, Anthony? Like, I know. But but here's it. That's the, sickening. It's not it's not even so much that he was out on bond for the assault on his girlfriend because it sounded like that wasn't like super serious. I mean, it was a domestic. So, you know, usually that's viewed pretty seriously um, domestic type assaults. But the fact that he was on parole, like so he's on yeah. parole for a violent felony where where a gun was involved and a store owner died. Then he's engaged in an assault of his girlfriend and his parole isn't violated. Like he's just let out on bond. That's a, that goes back to, we, I think we talked, I think you and I talked about it, that sometimes it's not always about the consequences and, and what is needed to keep the perpetrator in prison in regards to the safety of the public. That's the primary concern. But there are people, I'm reading more and more stories of these um, criminals who are out on bond, who shouldn't be out on bond, that are being killed, that are actually like being murdered or killed because they're engaged in criminal activity. Okay. So one of my points to it, obviously my main point like it is protects them public too. safety, but it also, these, these guys who are involved in violent crime are involved in violent crime. And if so they might be a victim. If you're out on bond, yeah, you yeah. could be a victim. Okay. Yeah. I just saw the one case. I can't remember what city it was. The 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 kid. I don't even know if it was a kid. I think it was a juvenile, but maybe it wasn't a juvenile who mowed down a mom, like purposely drove his car over a mom and um, baby in a in a uh, like, stroller. Yeah. Like purposely mowed them down. Okay. Released. Just out. It's Wait, terrible. awaiting trial out. He he just got murdered. It was okay. it was actually a big news story a couple weeks ago. Got murdered. He was out on bond. So I'm like, okay, he yeah. he shouldn't be out because he's a danger to the public. But he's also a danger to himself. He's because also, he's putting himself in yes these situations that he's going to get himself killed. Right. Yeah. Right. So I I think it's another it's a good way to look at it. It's Anthony. another facet to that's why, probably why you more, should keep that's, those and that's in. probably more winnable oh, argument. Yeah. Like you could probably that's win the I, argument that way versus they're yeah. a menace to society. Criminal lives matter. Criminal <laughs> lives matter. CLM. Yes. CLM. I should sell that to the social justice warriors. I yeah. really take, take hold of that. Doesn't quite seem up your alley though, dude. Criminal lives matter. Keep high bail. Keep them in jail. Oh! oh dude, you could march to that, man. <laughs> You could march to that. That'd be awesome. I bail. Keep him in jail. <laughs> Criminal lives right. matter. That's all I got. I like it, man. Uh, that's all I got. We we had one about the lady, uh, and the police involvement over the failure of extra cheese. But no, oh, man, I'm we can save that one. That one's funny. We can save it. That one's super. We would funny. do patrons only on that one. That one's hilarious. Break dude. break it down for patrons only. So I mean, should should she have been punched? You think? Uh, I, it's real hard to see the, the punch, thing. man. Like, that thing is punch, so punches dumb, right now dude. are viewed so like you can't punch. Dude, yeah. When I got on the job, 
you can't punch. It just doesn't, and it doesn't. I look don't good. know if I want to go down this road. In that moment, was a was a punch justified? Yes. To the face. It's not a punch to the face is not deadly force. I think a spear would have been better. Oh, I I'm not saying. We're just saying tactically. Like, I'm not saying that it was the best the the um the best tactic to use. Because so I think I'm it was saying, I think it was open hand too. Nobody even knows it what didn't we're talking look about. open hand. I think that's what the article says. It's but here's the thing: hand. you you have active resistance. Yeah. Okay. At active resistance, you can go. She's one like, level okay, higher. okay, and she's like trying to pull away, yeah, trying like, to turn away. You're, trying you're to, saying one thing, doing something else. Right. Yeah. Which like, is totally common. That's very common. Yeah. It's okay, totally, I'll give up. I'm punching you in the face. Right. Right. I was the level of force unnecessary. I don't. I personally don't think so, but there's people out there that believe punches to the face right now are it's like a big thing. some sort of like a deadly force. It 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 you put people in boxing rings like it's not yeah. deadly force. It it's a high level. Of, I would say it's a high level force, and you need to your suspect needs to be at Pretty active hot. resistance. But if if you're gonna punch him in the head or the face, yeah, you can punch him other places if it's right. not active resistance. Right, you know, right. in my in my opinion, but. And my understanding of use of force and reasonableness and everything. But Dude, my favorite part of that whole thing was just like, she's like 35 cents and then 60 cents. She gave me a dollar back and then 45 cents. And how am I supposed to pay this and pay that? I literally was like, oh my goodness. I would literally be like, I'm out. Right. Done. Yeah. What's your goal? I mean, and here's they the did thing. a good job. The, when, the officers, when the officers showed up, like the, the, the officer that ended up um, striking her. Yeah. He, he was he was extremely polite to her like was not nasty yeah. was not like super he said aggressive. one sarcastic thing toward the end was like so that's, you said nothing nasty that's where it went started going downhill no it didn't go down here he's like so let me get this straight you he did he said so you said nothing smarter nasty back. and he kind of like chuckled it, and it she felt- and she said no i i said i said i yelled at him i and she admitted to like cursing at him or something like, like that. that yeah i have to watch it again because that was yeah. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It Why was. We talking about this. We didn't I don't know. We said we weren't going to talk about it, and then we talk about it. Yeah. All right. It was. It was a lady who was in McDonald's, and she was upset that she didn't get her extra cheese, so she went back and she caused a problem. And then the police were called to tell her that she could no longer. Yeah. Get gave her a trespass letter, and they wanted to give her a trespass letter. She, she wouldn't give her name. Refused to identify herself, which is against the law. You have to identify yourself when you're part of a official investigation. And then uh, she refused to give her name, so they tried to arrest her, and then she wanted to fight with them. Yeah. And then she got hit in the face. And she had an open container. And she was D or uh, not DUI, but um, no, no license suspended, which is she why she didn't want to give him a name. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So super it, fun. It's, it's just, it, you know, it was a great interaction between the police and her. It was not really a thing. No, it wasn't a thing until, until the officer made, like said, you will give me your name. And then she just said, I'm not giving you my name. And he said, well, then you're, you're under arrest. arrest. And, and that's that when yeah. she decided she wasn't going to get arrested. She I think she literally said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And he's yeah. like, you're under arrest. She's like, no, I'm not. And she's cursing at him. And yeah. And then yeah. she's like not giving him her hand. She's not listening to anything. Right. And then, and then they, they, they strike her. They, yeah. yeah. The, the, I think it was One a sergeant. Did. Yeah. Um, you know, struck her, uh, in the face cause, um, she was actively resisting. And now was, is he on leave now? I don't know. He's I suspended. I, I don't know. And I watched the video. I'm like, what's the problem? You know what? Okay. She's a woman. I've been in 
I, some of the nastiest the, fights I've been in have been women. Yeah, the, the only thing, person who has ever spit on me is when a woman. The thing is, like, police. Why are we going? Why are we going longer? The police <laughs> have to change to the times. You have to a little bit. There are better tactics so than hitting you, someone in the face. You put her in an armbar and you put her on the ground and you can cuff her. That's what you do. Yeah. Easy. For sure. You grab her, you knee strike. Nobody's going to think anything of it because oh, they're going to be- knee strike? To the co common perineal, Anthony. In the leg? That's your go-to, bro. I know it's my go-to, but that's everyone's going to be up in arms about that. Yeah. Any type of strike. Dude, like, a strike to the face is, is people do not like that anymore. my thing. And it do, doesn't work. You do what you got to do. It, the face it doesn't work. Her. It didn't. They still fought. No. After the two strikes, she was in cuffs pretty fast. She turned around because they were trying to get her to turn around and she kept twisting and turning and mm -hmm. trying to pull away. He gave two strikes. She was against the car cuffed within like seconds. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think I, there's better options and we got to change with the times a little bit to a point. We have to. For and optics, that's where I disagree. I disagree. Like crazy we, dude. An arm bar put on the ground. Like it's easy. Okay. Yeah. Cuffed I, and you're I, done. I know. Like we all, we say that. It's so, it's so easy. It's not that easy. And actually. then we've been in fights and we know it's, it's not, not that, that easy. <laughs> Someone who doesn't want to go down on the ground. Yes. It's hard. Yeah. Train. It's hard. Try to, try to take them down. You know, do what you, do what you need to do. But it, here's the thing. It's not, it, it's not excessive force. Yeah. Wait till we start seeing like head control videos where officers start exactly. using head control. People are not going to like that. And there is literally zero constriction of any. Right. Any, any arteries at all, but nobody's going to like head control. That's coming out and that's going to be like the new thing and, and cops are going to get in trouble for it. And it's probably one of the greatest techniques out there. Right. Yeah. I, what, are, what are you supposed to do? Whatever, dude. All right. My, my ride's here. Uber's <laughs> on the way. <laughs> all right. All right, man. That was a good episode. All right. Peace out. I mean, maybe not, but it, I don't know. We made it through. We talked and said some One of things. these episodes is probably going to get me fired. We maybe said this one. Said some things. Yeah.